0: This is the All Podcast. It's me, Dork1. We got Dork2 and Dork3, who you know are always a part of this podcast. And then we brought in Jason from Fireball Tools for some very specific conversation. Because he has got a lot going on and a lot of cool stuff going on. So, Jason, thank you for being here. And we're just going to dive right off into it.
1: Yeah, man. Yep. Has life been good for you? Oh, my gosh. It's been fantastic. I'm so busy. I have... I can't even uh, describe how much is going on right now. (laughs) But yes, it's very
2: good. Every week you introduce another complicated, expensive,
1: giant tool. It's unbelievable. Well, what you guys are seeing is all the hard work from like COVID. (laughs) It's like all coming out at the (laughs) same time.
0: (laughs) You're realizing how
1: much money you spend on (laughs) R&D? Yeah. Um, And uh, it's like, where do I, where where do you guys want to start? I mean...
0: Let's start with this. So... For those of you who don't know, Jason has come up with his version of a bench vice that is quite remarkable on a lot of, lot of, lot of aspects of what it would mean to build the best of the best vice or the, the heaviest duty or the most efficient, whatever. So he's been doing a bunch of testing on it. And before we get into the testing, I think let's start off with where it's made. Because originally this was going to be made in the USA, right? So, Jason, tell us a little bit about kind of how you transitioned into having a U.S. made and a Taiwanese made, and kind of how that may play a role in, you know, people's view of the vice.
1: Yeah. So, uh, this the vice that I created. It's kind of has a special design. It's kind of a hybrid between a Wilton bullet vice and the traditional like Reed two hundred six. It's kind of like it's a, it's a mash together. So. To get that design, I had to have extra components. So there's about mm, four or five extra components in this vice that a typical vice doesn't have. So right away, the cost goes up. And when I started the project, I was scouting out uh, foundries and would would give all the parts to everybody and quotes would start to come back. This was just right before COVID basically. And uh, the numbers just started coming in high as they come back. And I'm like, man, I really wanted to have this vice come in right around like two grand. Like this, that was my target retail goal. Like I didn't want to exceed that number because that's what the Wilton bullet vices are. So I figured, okay, they've set the standard for the price or what the market could bear. And then I go, okay, man, this vice is like absurdly big. <laughs> right. So, and then everybody starts going, okay, Jace. Um, uh, and I started, I have a list. I actually Six wrote myself out a
3: uh, six it's six, jaw?
1: six inch jaws. So I started off with a six inch vice and over time running the CAD models and simulations, the vice just started getting heavier and heavier and heavier and beefier and beefier and beefier and stronger, and stronger, and stronger, stronger to meet some of these requirements. But then t- to answer the question, why, uh, where is it made? So I'm making two vices. One is USA, all made in USA, all the parts, all everything sourced. And then the other vice is, are made in Taiwan. And those are for two reasons. Um, the cost to make a USA my vice is expensive, as I'm finding out. And I wrote a list of how many people it takes to make the USA my vice. I would sh- I would shout this out to you and name every person and every job that it takes to make this, and you guys would it blow your mind. What's the total number? It's like 55, 55 individual, talented, skilled individuals to make this vice.
0: Wow. Wow. In comparison to how many people in Taiwan?
1: Two. Um, well, so ta- the the manufacturer in Taiwan, they're machine builders. So uh-huh. they have a production line to know how to make a machine like that. They do it all in-house from starting casting, machining, painting, assembly, and it gets done and literally created it and it's at the end of the door. Right. So they have, they make this stuff for... Uh, For people, it's literally this is that's their job. In comparison, in America, it has to like go from
2: one factory to a different building to a different building to a different building, so on. And to give a good example of that,
1: or um, China,
0: they do that in China too.
1: (laughs) The the just the brooch. So the two, the three-inch wide, five-inch tall square hole that needs to go through the dynamic jaw. Um, There's only one company that I found to make me the brooch, and they're in Los Angeles. And that brooch cost me forty five thousand dollars. Yeah, it's four feet long, right? And (laughs) they have they have a special machine that looks like a big giant lathe, but it has like this uh, bed on the bed on it hooked to like an eight foot hydraulic cylinder, and they push this four inch brooch through the hole. Wow! And they're the they're the only ones that can do it. It's a specialty tool. Does the Taiwanese
0: company have that?
1: They do have that. Yeah, so, so they, they already were, have it. They already have it. They are, they're like set up because we set up yeah, manufacturing yeah, we got six in the back.
0: Yeah,
1: no um, Those machines, I looked for buying a broaching machine like that. They just don't exist. Um, I took a tour through their shop in LA, and they're the only ones on, the, on this side of the Mississippi that do this type of work. So I'm like, golly. And so not only do I have to pay them for the broach, I have to pay them to broach it. Yeah. Sure. Wow. Sure. (laughs) So it's like, oh, my God. Let's
0: let's talk about this. Like, I'm a diehard made in the USA person. Right. And I love the idea of supporting local businesses, friends, business and all that. So clearly I'm going to buy from you. Um, As I was reading through your website, the one thing that kills me is that the made in the USA, if you buy the Taiwanese, is not in the casting. Can you not have them put that in the casting? Even though, I, like, not mainly in the USA, but like Spokane, Washington, or
1: something. Uh, uh, so the Taiwan castings do say Spokane, Washington on them. Okay, cool. Because I truly believe that the heart of any product is the designer. Yeah, um, sure. I believe uh, it. the designer and who who, who who's the in decisions. charge of yeah who's in charge of the decisions. Ultimately, right. the the guy running the CNC machine and the, the I they do what I tell them to do. Does that make sense? I mean, if I tell them to make this, um, if if I tell them to put 10,000 PSI cast iron in it, they're going to put 10,000 PSI cast iron. Well, you would hope anyway, (laughs) if if I tell them to put 30,000 pound cast iron, they're going to put 30,000 pound. Right. Um, so I have control over that. Um, so therefore, I still believe it's like designed in Spokane, designed by me, designed by um, the history of vices. Because what I mean by that is I've taken all the inspiration from all the other vices in the U.S. around the world and put it into this one. Sure. It's literally a mashup of every detail of all the perfect vices, I think, and put into this one. So the ones that the
0: people that already have your vices, you lost money on?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right now, I'm in the hole big time. I mean, sure. and How, I'm- they shipped. I've shipped 45. I know I, have,
0: I haven't got mine yet. I wasn't in his top 50. What the fuck? So,
3: so <laughs> there's
1: so the, the very first ones I've or like it's anything gone. off the line they, you have some problems with just sure. and they weren't necessarily problems. They're just more of my nitpickiness. I want them to all be. They're perfect. probably perfect actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> so so the, to answer the question why USA, why Taiwan? for one thing, I have to put my patriotism aside. I want everything to be made in USA. Also, I'm a, sure. I'm a huge patriot, um, but I also know that the price is expensive, and I don't want to let the. I want everybody to have the opportunity to own this design. Does that make sure. sense? Sure. So it'll be um, the exact same design times two. It's the exact same. They're literally the exact same. They're the exact same. One has. I think you budgeted the,
0: the USA is 3,800
1: and the Taiwanese is 1,800, right? Yep, both ship. They're about. Um, yeah. Uh, it's just i have just such expensive cost to get going and i'm not a vice yeah. manufacturer it's like i have right. to buy special tools i've literally been this past year designing fixtures to machine a vice sure. um, and it's like mm-hmm. each one of those components are like 75 to 100 pounds so just l- designing a way to put them parts into the cnc machine nobody right. can lift 100 pounds and lift, and extend it out 3 feet into the cnc sure. machine so like, sure. there's, there's, there's some logistics in here that are just out of the normal for me. It's amazing. working it all out. Well, the great thing is, is
0: that this is not a short-term project, right? This, no. Because there's real no current day manufacturer of a vice, a bench vice, that's really worth the crap, okay? So what he's doing is just, he's playing the long ball. He's saying, listen, I may not make it all for a little while, but I'm going to make it later on. Right? Absolutely. You just pull up, get all your, your ducks in a row, work all the kinks out. And listen, they're expensive. If you get a Chinese-made Wilton vice right now, that's a eight inch. It's four grand. Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm.
1: and they're and they suck. Yep. And it comes, like I said, it comes back down to the designer and who's responsible. Who's responsible for the QC? Who's responsible for how it works? Um, And that's what you guys are witnessing uh, on Instagram. Let's let's talk about the hammer. (laughs) <laughs> it's amazing. I just oh, want yeah. so much okay.
2: just to catch up and the R and D behind incredible. this
0: this stuff is incredible to me. One thing that just it just comes to my mind so first is that Morgan Vice that they spot welded onto the bottom of the internal portion of the frame <laughs> to give it alignment. Made in America. Like what in the hell is Morgan doing?
1: And that company, have they where called they you, think Jason? That that's when acceptable. You pointed that
2: out. Has anybody called you out on that?
1: Nobody's contacted me Everybody's at all about hiding that. In the sands. Um, what, what's What's funny is I'm okay with them taking up the clearance with with the material, but why do it with a hard weld? With a, with a weld bead that's harder than the cast iron. Is if it going to
2: break off? It's just going to break off. No, it's well, going it,
1: to make grooves in there. It's going to become ways, dude. That's yep, true, you so. got it, Andrew. The What I noticed in this last test is when I did the pressure test, it's putting dimples of into course. the dynamic jaw wow. in the cast iron. So every time you tighten it, it's, it makes a little imprint. and wow. it, So I'm like, if they wanted to take up the clearance, they should have done it right, which means is put some br- brass on there. Put some bronze okay, on there.
0: Let me ask you this. Yeah, Why did weird. they not? What, what, is, what would be the reason since you've been through the process of building these? They don't have the, they haven't tooled up uh,
1: correctly or the um, copy hasn't or what? I'm guessing that they broached the, the dynamic jaw. And okay. when they did that, um, that hole is now to size, which means therefore when you, when you fit the dynamic jaw, the moving slide, they machined it too small. Because that's where you have the control is when you machine the outsides of that. Squ- of the that brooch rectangle. is the brooch. It's always going to be right? the same. I'm guessing they machined it too small. And now they're stuck with a loose fitting hole and go, now what do we do? Right.
3: Yeah. And, oh, and,
0: and the only way to, to correct that is with putting want two welds, one on either side. It just seems so bizarre to me. Like, shit yeah, up. How, how do you even know that that weld is going to, like, when you pull the trigger on that Magon or whatever they were using, like how do you know how big or how small they did
1: what they did Andrew is you can see it is they after they spot welded the pad they came back through and they um filed it oh they did or they they machined the weld flat to get up get it perfect yeah and what's what's very clever is when I inspected the vise right out of the box or off the pallet I couldn't see it because I pulled the slide off and because I did it on the top so sure. you'd have to literally flip the vice over and it's so heavy and you know, I don't want to move it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't until right. I was doing all the inspections on it that I saw that that weld bead. I was like, what the heck? I go, yeah. if this was on my vice, I would be chewed apart. Like this, yeah. people would not buy my vice if they saw that come through.
0: And, and to, to, their, to their credit, some of their earlier vices are a lot better. Like, I have some of their early stuff that's more rigid. Like, if you take one of their early six or eight-inch vices versus, you know, one that you could get now, even the weight is totally different. Okay. They're way lighter, you know. So, there's that.
1: All right, we,
2: had a, we had a glitch. I got the first half downloaded, the first 15 minutes. So, Andrew, do you remember what you were saying?
0: Yeah, what we were getting into was talking about the hammer and the R&D behind yeah. what Jason's doing, the amount of craziness that's going on with that. So, Jason, just kind of walk us through you know, what your objective there was and kind of how you have it set up.
1: Yeah. So the original design intent for this vice is to do my audio working. Yep. No, yep. Oh, it's working. Yeah? Okay. Uh, the original design intent is to um, build a vice to take some serious abuse. And the inspiration comes from my line of work being a millwright welder, fabricator, mechanic. Now, As we all know, a vice is designed just to hold parts. Like that is its main purpose. But I guarantee, if you guys go into your garage, find the biggest hammer that you have, it's going to inevitably meet the vice at some point in time. Like it's just if you have your hammer is tiny, buy a tiny vice. If you have big hammers in your shop, they're going to end up finding the vice. Totally, yeah. It's just the nature of the beast, Um so. Uh, I have a really interesting story to tell that um, has been pretty much inspired this project. And um, I was 20 years old working at the steel mill, and we'd make sheet roll, um, sheet stock, galvanized for your refrigerators, um, tin, whatever it is. And when that per steel mill goes down, it's a thousand dollars a minute. Put that into Whoa. perspective. When it's when it stops, as a mechanic, wow. you have literally minutes to try to get that line running before they lose tens of thousands of dollars. Wow. Yeah, And um, there was one night I was working and me and my partner here, I'm an apprentice. Something breaks on the line. We, it happened to be like some coupler or shaft that we needed to get the, the parts off of. And we go to the, the mechanic station and the press, it wouldn't fit in the press. And we're like, mm. well, what are we going to do? And we just look over at the bench vice. So let's put that sucker in there. And he grabbed a four pound sledge and I grabbed a four pound sledge in the cutting torch. And we were just wailing on this thing. You know, yeah. it was just taking turns beating on it to get the part going. Uh, the the bosses are all huddled around you, just waiting for you to get this part back yeah. on the land to get like going. Like a really it's- low, low stress event.
3: Yeah, super low stretch.
1: I mean, if that vice <laughs> would have failed, who cares? Just whatever yeah. it takes to get that line running, <clears throat> that $2,000 vice, $1,000 yeah. vice, it didn't matter. At that point, it was an instrument. But the vice took the beating. And cool. to this day, I didn't, re- I didn't even know anything really much about bench vices. I mean, I was 20 years old. I was green. But I remember doing that to this day. I'm like, man, that vice held up. If I'm going to make a vice, it needs to hold up to – uh conditions that the device wasn't intentionally built for yeah sure. everything's going to get pushed past its limit no matter what it is yeah yep Yeah. yep and so when i go you know what i know that this is what people are going to do to it i'm going to build a device that's going to handle that abuse and um, that's kind of the whole premise of this project so wow. so walk us through the r&d side of it like that
0: paint the picture of what you set up and kind of what you're doing yeah uh, test the strength and all that of these vices.
1: So there, I'm, I'm doing kind of three destructive tests and I learned a lot more from destructive testing than I do just by like cutting apart and doing metallurgy junk. I like to really just push the, push the vice past its limits. So right. when I was doing the original testing, I was on little tiny vices, I was swinging a hammer, but by mm-hmm. hand. And sure. um, by doing that, um, I got a lot of flack from that from people saying, Jason, that's not scientific. How do you know that you're hitting it the same, same every time? So then I go, okay, they're, they're right. I need to have something that's repeatable. So we went from testing 40 pound vices to now 260 pound vices. So the hammer needs to be a little heavier. (laughs) Sure. And, um, There's two ways to hit. There's two things or three things I'm looking for. I'm looking for swivel base durability. So if you hit a vice with a hammer, the swivel base is going to take the brunt of it. And that's like the foundation, how it's hooked to the table. Um, So built the hammer to test the swivel base. Second one is the downward force of the jaws, which means you're putting something in the jaws and you're hitting straight down. Um, The most jaws on vices aren't really made for that type of load. And yeah. I've noticed there's a lot of cracking on Google images. That, if under, you go to Google. that
2: under ledge under every jaw breaks
0: the
1: chin. off. Yep. Yeah, it, the chin uh, breaks off all the time. Breaks off all the time. And I have the fortunate benefit of seeing all these previous designs and where they fail. So literally, they're R&Ding for me. True. And go, yeah. okay, I need to beef up that area. And then the next test is just physically putting a cheater bar on the handle and just pushing it past its design um, limit on the screw and what happens there. And there should be a chain of events just like in a car to where you – in a car, you're like – if you're stuck off-road, your axle should be the first thing to break. Like it's an easy repair. Then it's like, okay, maybe the U-joint – and then maybe the rear end, and yeah, then maybe the not transfer the main case. casting. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're I'm, setting it
0: up to hopefully have replaceable parts that that could fail.
1: You can you can fail. buy any you can buy any of those replaceable parts for my vice. So if you need a new handle, we'll sell a handle, new screw, got it. New nut, got it. Um, new hardtail. Heaven forbid somebody pounds on the back of the hardtail. You can replace that. What well, can that take? What can that hardtail like, like, take? Because that's the one
2: to. thing you see broken on every dynamic show.
1: Uh, the hard tail. Oh, the what part? You, what part are you talking about? The hard yeah, tail. So How that,
2: much ca- pressure can that take? Before the whole you vice. say that, Jason's <laughs> no, no, the
0: ho- vice guys. is a hard yeah. tail. Yeah, that is screwed on to the main frame of the <clears throat> static jaw. Correct. Correct. In four bolts. Correct. So th- that's like a slide. That's a cover, so to speak. So the the fact that anybody would be hitting on that is is, is not it's not what it's designed for.
2: Well, are you taking into to account keep- that people will. I but they bet. will.
1: Um, so what will happen is the screws that are holding it on, they're, um, they're like 5 screws. Theoretically, what should happen is the screws should shear off. Okay. So after the screws shear off, they'll be like, I should probably not pound on this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. So hopefully the screws shear off first before the casting cracks. Is, is the ultimate goal. So you're using like a grade five screw in there instead of a grade eight or... Uh, it's a grade eight, um, but it's just in small diameter. And it's the only job of those four screws is just to keep the hardtail from falling off. I mean, sure. from just sliding off. It, when, once the vise is in um, working condition, it's it's all under compression. So sure. the screws really aren't doing anything.
0: Yeah. So so the nut of the the way your deal is designed, the nut is actually holding that hardtail up against... The main frame of the vice correct yep right so it's it's kind of like a double double did yep. you let me ask you this did you do any because i i you know i rebuild a lot of power hammers that uh you know oh, you do, do a lot of drilling and tapping on a uh, cast iron frames and i i always debate should i put a helicoil threaded insert in there to keep you know to give yourself more of a chance of that thread not pulling out and i never have gone
1: with the thought one way or the other but i'm just curious kind of what your thoughts are on that i, th- I think helicoils are great if they're installed properly and yeah. i see no reason why not yeah but but a lot of times like cast if you if you have a grade 8 bolt that's being drilled and
0: tapped into a cast frame the threads the receiving side the female side of that is is very vulnerable in my opinion
1: yeah, the cast iron is a little is going to be softer, of course. Yep, but it, a helicoil is great because the the threads shouldn't be really working on the cast. The helicoil is going to be harder, so theoretically, sure. it's probably a better connection.
0: Yeah, that's what I would think too.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. interesting.
0: Good fix. All right, so we got the we got the uh, the hardtail on there. The nuts holding the hardtail in. You know, people are going to be beating on it, but what you're saying is, don't worry, everything's replaceable on this thing
1: uh yeah so uh to give to not do any spoilers um I, I i tested the wilton bullet the 600s for clamp for clamping force and the morgan now with here's something that's funny uh both of those vices completely failed which means they're not operable pretty much they're no good at like 32,000 pounds like let's look okay. the, 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 they broke the, sh- the screw, sheared in half, or the dynamic jaw literally bent and it won't accept anymore. Wow. My handle is designed to bend at 40,000 pounds. Amazing. And that's just the warning. So those yeah. vices literally broke apart, and my handle is designed to bend first. <laughs> That's great.
2: You have a serration in the handle. Does it bend at those serrations?
1: It does, yeah. I had to actually yeah. reduce it because the vise is so smooth, and it turns so clean, and it's, it's so efficient that I had to reduce the diameter of the handle. Um, only because uh, people will say, well, put a smaller handle in there. And I, my argument is, well, then it hurts your hand. You need you right. need a large diameter handle so it's comfortable. But how do you reduce yeah. it to where it bends appropriately at a correct give it a, limit? Give it a perf. Yeah. So, so if I'm following
0: correctly, you had to make the diameter of the handle smaller so that it would bend because otherwise it wouldn't. And if it didn't, what would happen? Something more it's, expensive would break.
1: Yeah, it's it's the chain it's the Unfortunate so that's what this test was also leading up to is it should go like this. Handle bends first for my vice mm-hmm. at around thirty-five to forty. And then after that, the 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 nut in the back should break. And I was mm-hmm. trying to get that to break around sixty-five 000 to seventy-five thousand pounds. That was Jeez. like somebody just literally pulls the handle out. I'm gonna weld something to the screw and I'm gonna just keep going. You're in the middle sure. of um the oil rigs and you just got to get it to work, but they don't have a press on site. So they're just going to make it go. So the, the nut should snap at like 65, 70.
2: Now, can Um, I ask when it, when it fails, does it pull through the hardtail end or does it actually break in the middle somewhere? It just
1: snaps. So there's like a, it looks like a, there's a boss on the end of the nut and that should just snap off. Right. Um, So Jimmy,
0: I asked that same question the other day. So when you were doing this testing, I was like, I wonder if depending on how wide the jaws are, like how, how, much of the vice is open or closed wouldn't it you think that it would probably break like there but you were saying no that it should always break in the back can you explain
1: that yeah because that's just where it's attached to the vice i mean the nut doesn't see any different load but depending on how far open or closed it is it doesn't know the nut doesn't know it's always right. just intention right so it's just going to always break at the back um but what I ended up finding out on this last test, because I actually have some vices to dis- destroy, is that nut is still too strong. And Oh really? It the I need to actually break it we- first? No. I, the, um, it literally took a 50 ton hydraulic cylinder to break it. Oh
0: jeez. <sighs> so it's it's not sixty-five thousand pounds of no, pressure. No, it's a hundred
1: thousand it's a hundred thousand pounds to get okay, the nut. So to you break. want
0: it you want the handle to break it. 30 to 5 to 40. You want the hardtail nut to break at 65. and If all of that doesn't go in symphony, then you're destroying other things a lot worse.
1: Yep. And you're okay. that's like, how many things do, are you in the way of before the vice? Like, come on guys, stop You're whatever you're doing to this thing. Stop right now. Like yeah. sure. you're, you're at a point to where you can fix this thing. This <laughs> is pretty cool that you've taken the time to do all this because I doubt even,
0: I, I doubt most companies even do. So you're, what you're saying is, Hey, I'm a, I'm looking out. This is expensive. I'm looking out for you. If you do have to replace it, we're going to start at the least expensive portion of replacement. Yes, and then graduate up to. If you have to replace a dynamic jaw or
1: something, you're an idiot. You've right? literally. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll tell you this: that. if you have to replace the dynamic jaw, you were literally hitting the jaw with the hammer. Like you, I don't think you can use it properly and ever damage it. Wow. Right.
0: Okay. When you first started, like taking these to FabTech and all these shows, and you see all these big dudes like up on the handles and stuff, I'm I always I'm like, dude, they're gonna break that thing. Th- those guys are gonna break it, and you just see yeah, Jason no like close. standing back, like
1: they're not gonna break this thing. There's no, <laughs> no chance they're gonna break this thing. No way. Yeah. And then well, the man, next guy the comes and he's like, uh, thirty six thousand pounds with that fourteen inch handle, which so, is impressive. Look, that is that is serious. impressive. Brutal. Remember, so if you guys see this YouTube video, I had to have a twenty-foot cheater bar on and welded the cheater bar to the Morgan and the Wilton to even get it past like twenty-five thousand pounds. Yeah, and Whoa. and these guys it's are because doing the handles
0: it. aren't big enough.
1: They're not well, long the, the screw the screw pitch is too steep. Is it? Yeah. You know, yeah. To yeah. get these high numbers, and it's just like I see these guys just crank. They'll get to like twenty thousand pounds with like like a little like it's nothing and the, Wil- yeah. the wilton vice literally bends in half at that pressure <laughs> so uh, of the
0: morgan of the morgan and the wilton which one fared better or do they oh, run gosh. parallel or are they both um,
1: i would say the morgan fared better um, because the sc- i twisted the screw off at thirty thousand pounds like the, that's an inch and a quarter diameter screw and i twisted it off at the nut
0: and how wow. is that attached
1: Oh, at the uh, nut,
0: you twisted it off.
1: At the nut. Yeah, because it had, you know, how's that oh, one sided nut? I literally twisted yeah. it off right there. Um, the, the Wilton did not fare very well. It literally bent the dynamic jaw. Like, because you know how the precision slide, yeah, how they fit? Oh, yeah, yeah. It just bent it like a banana and it won't go back in the hole. So it's, and that was a brand new on. vice, right? Both <laughs> that was of them brand, brand new. new.
0: Very uh, uh, interesting, man. So very, okay, very this interesting.
1: A, on another defense, those other two vices did not take the torture, which means. Um, okay. The hit test. The Morgan only yeah. had ten hits. The whole the whole test. It only went through ten hits on the hammer. And it was just shrapnel at that point. Uh, the more the Wilton got to like two, three, three hundred hits, and the fireball endeared over eight hundred impacts uh, before. Oh, yeah,
4: that's it.
3: Yeah.
1: And I had to okay, stop. So it. Happen. What happened?
3: What happened at eight hundred? A Anything? little bit about
0: the, the impacts, no. the hammer, because some people haven't seen this video. But essentially, yeah. Jason built this big frame. And has this apparatus that has this like massive hammerhead. The it's hammerhead like head weighs what? Hammerhead. Well, how yeah. much? What does that hammerhead um,
1: weigh? Jason? We, it's the hammer itself, the, the, the original drill bit is actually a, a, a drill bit from an uh, yeah, oil it looks well. like a carbide. Uh, <laughs> uh, that weighs it. 55 pounds. And then okay. the sleeve that it gets held in, that's like 15 or 16. And then by the time the bar and then the extra weight, we're up to like 88 pounds. Okay,
0: so Jason, wow. the fr- you got the frame, you got the hammer, and then you got uh, chains and the motor, electric motor, and essentially, it's just a rotation, and it just is very repetitious. It's not fast, but it, when it goes, it's like the full force of that, and you're saying that the fireball tool took 800 schwacks, the Wilton took 300, and the Morgan took 10?
1: The, the, so, yeah, so uh, the Wilton swivel base dist- got destroyed with one hit. <laughs> Literally just popped it off the swivel. Yeah, base. swivels
4: garbage forever. and a- Well, it's because
1: if you think about the swivel on a Wilton,
0: if you take it off and turn it over, it's a spider web. It's a very thin line of casting that holds that on there. It's swivel. not like the stairs and all that. That where the swivel base is all part of the equation, right? The Wilton is shit. It's just it like, is. It's just shit. It's just like you. It's like putting chocolate under there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's gonna um, snap.
4: Yeah, but swivel is just generally garbage because I disagree it allows, with that. No, it allows the vice to do exactly what I don't want it to do.
0: No, th- th- but you're goofy though. You're a Canadian, I don't know what it is, but listen. The <laughs> ultimate, let's talk about this. The ultimate vice setup, I don't care what anyone says. I I I would I would go head to head with anybody about vices because listen, that's one of my biggest passions. You don't even have a vice. A vice okay, needs Andrew. to be on an extremely rigid standalone base, it needs it, to have swivel capabilities, and it needs there. to be very, very rigid itself. Right? Yeah, yes. which the swivel stops.
4: It's not rigid with the swive. You can't be swiving.
0: Yeah, No, Jason built his to wear, I mean, and Sterrett built theirs to wear. The swivel is freaking phenomenal. Oh, if it like
4: pin locks in place and shit. Mm, like, totally.
2: I don't know. The pin lock, if I think rigid, maybe more the, the my waffle My stays pretty solid. I need it more solid.
0: But you guys are tracking with me. you got to have a vice on its independent stand in the middle of the floor to maximize its yeah. ability, right? Yeah.
2: Having a bench vice sucks. Having the standalone Having a is the best. bench
0: vice is for doing things like filing and all that. We're talking yeah, about- Yeah, like I, dr- I drilled and head. tapped
4: and mounted my vice into my anvil so that it
0: stays <laughs> so nice. Did you really? I want to see that. <laughs> I'm
3: joking. Just, <I'm> just <laughs> sure.
0: like, Didn't imagine. you get a big, huge vice? What vice do you have? It's, the thing uh, is, it's like- know. You said it to me. Your know. vice is mounted to two by fours, pine, two by no, fours. No, my,
4: my workbench is a 10 by five by three solid chunk of steel. Oh, okay, good. Uh, that's that's 1,200,000 pounds. No, that's I like a to fantasy.
2: Wait, Jason, yeah. I want to say, I want to give Jason a pitch. Years ago, or many episodes ago, we came up with this idea to basically make a giant Kurt vice as a workbench table. So if you could imagine like a three foot high Kurt vice that's, Five by ten feet, and the yeah, whole cool dynamic fun. jaw is like the last two feet, and there's a big thing. So if you could, if we could make that for version four of the yeah. fireball vice, so you're literally just selling a yeah exactly forty fifty thousand pound chunk of steel with a dynamic jaw at one end. That would yeah. be awesome.
1: That would be really cool. I would be down for that. <laughs> yeah, <You laughs> don't like the a cool, cool concept.
4: concept. You know, like the giant stamping machines that they have for like stamping car frames. Like, that's oh yeah, the that's the vice I'm looking for. <laughs> totally, <laughs> that's it. That's totally. it. I Five thousand like, ton vice. Put a toothpick and just be like, look how look how good this is.
0: Jason made a st- the, the a, a st- version more durable than the one that he's manufactured now, which is the his version of the German super
4: Yes, the mega. The Mega Vice,
0: which we can talk about that in a minute, because there were proce- there was times during your build of that process where I hated you because <laughs> I was that? so pissed off. Like I was so pissed off about the 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 bottle jack thing. I was like, it just takes away from it so much. And then you oh, see it work, you. and it's like, damn, I want one of those on mine. <laughs> 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 you know, but that that's a cool that. Just I'll just shut up. Everything you make is amazing. Period. It's amazing. The belt sander on steroids. The go kart, like whatever. This is can, this can, is go-kart. your legacy. Is the best of the best. Period. I don't and care. Can we else say said.
2: the the machine that you're using to test the thing took a thousand wax and it didn't fall apart?
1: Nope. It's exactly. been performing flawless. And I was actually more nervous about the machine than the vice. If that tells yeah. you yeah. something.
3: Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did
1: you? you
4: did you take into account the position of the moon and its effect on gravity
1: and therefore that machine's hammering force? You know, it's like I didn't really know what was going to happen when I got it together. I, I, me personally, I had no idea if it was even going to work. I have never I seen the setup.
2: How, how you have the hammer hits and then resets by pulling itself out of the way, which is incredibly simplistic Difficult. and it's. Yeah, yeah, it just goes to show
0: that you, he thinks about everything
2: it's yeah it's, you came up with the idea like the hammer doesn't it, it hits and then it gets out of its own way to reset yeah. you don't have to unbuckle the vice or make it go in reverse you could just continue yeah. it. you had to think like okay i'm not going to run a reset this 800 times it has to continuously spiral in one direction as i'm going to use that mechanism somewhere in my life it's it's amazing
0: it's, Here's the difference is. between Jason doing something and me doing something. Like right now, I have this vintage Mercedes G Wagon and I got new seats for it. And the new seats have a different mounting bracket system than the factory seats. And so I just like start scabbing together a frame, right? And I'm on my second iteration of that now because I didn't take, I haven't taken time to plan and engineer it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> Where if Jason did it, he would plan it, engineer it, build it on his table, weld Let's it up, cab. put it in, bolt it on. It would be. F- phenomenal and i just been
1: kicking myself like why don't i just take a minute to do this correctly yep. you know that's from wisdom i've <laughs> learned to take a little extra time in cad and solve some of the problems um to be honest the the gear ratio the gearing i did not cad in that um in my first design mm-hmm. and it, i've shot a video on building this hammer and you're gonna see i failed a couple times I, I had, a, I pulled a motor off the shelf that I already had existing and I didn't know if it was going to work or not. Like, I'm like, yeah, this little, this motor will should lift this 80 pound hammer. Like mm-hmm. Ash, it should work. Let's try it. You know, and yeah. what's the worst that's going to happen? I got to cut something off and try it again. Um, uh, but that just goes to show sometimes you got to d- design and engineer what you have already existence. And I can't start from scratch.
3: Tell us a little bit about
2: the welding table. Is it available? Where is it made? How many millions of pounds can it be abused with?
1: Yeah, so the welding table, um, this has been like a a lifelong passionate project because it's the tool I use every day. Your Um, fixture table? The fixture table, yeah. Tell us a little bit about what a fixture table is first. Um, it's a precision machined surface um, with a grid pattern, um, typically with holes in it, that you can add fixtures to um, basically build what you want to build first before you cut any piece of material.
0: <laughs> Time <And> out. <laughs> Eric's fucking around so much, and he's got Jimmy's ice pick, and he just stuck himself with the ice pick. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah like,
4: look, my, my knee's right here, and I just went shabam into my knee. Oh. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to clean my ice pick. Sorry. Sorry. Time. time. <laughs> okay. So Sorry.
1: back to the fixture table. Yeah. It's, it's a, basically a tool that a professional shat, fab shop should own. Um, it allows you to build your I um, have one. weldments first before you um, even really cut a piece of material by adding stops, pins, and locate where your material goes. And it, it's basically a, a checker for your work. Um, mm-hmm. It allows you to clamp and hold your parts in position, so when you go to weld it, it doesn't warp on you.
0: Um, so you see a lot of tables out there that are like slotted tabs, all that kind of stuff. Talk to us a little bit about what what the industry standard is, and then how you make yours.
1: So the let's let's get one thing straight. When it comes to industry standards, there is none. Uh, I get this comment a lot. Everybody says, "Oh, Jason, you should have done twenty-eight millimeter. You should have done five eighths or sixteen millimeter." Well, right there, there's three, right? right. So if there was a if there was a standard, we wouldn't have three of anything. Well, let's just while.
0: say instead of industry standard, let's just say Common most use. commonly these tables are steel, eight thirty six or whatever. They're not like tool steel. They're not, you know, right. The, the, the standard would
1: be that most people use mild steel. So mild steel construction, correct. Um, yeah. And generally they do that just for manufacturing purposes because it's easy to acquire, easy to fabricate, um, easy to machine. Uh, steel is generally the, the material of choice uh, just for the manufacturing side. Uh, I know I'm going to get a lot of heated argument in this, but um, I truly believe cast iron is the, is the material of choice. And mm-hmm. um, it has a lot of great properties, when it comes to welding, that
2: your tables are cast iron.
1: My tables are cast iron, so they're, they're uh, stunning, beautiful too. By the way, they're just there's there's some benefits um, to this is that it's all one piece, which you gain uh, extreme rigidity from having one big cast part. Um, there's no you know seam welds. There's no warping. Um, anybody who's tried to weld cast iron knows how difficult it is actually to weld. <laughs> you're not going <laughs> to beads, get beads. You're not going to get splatter. Spatter. It's just naturally doesn't really want to stick to it that well. Um, what other cool properties does it have? It's. He'd your sink. holes are bigger than the most. The, so the <laughs> holes are. Um, <laughs> how would I explain this? Uh, it's. Um, that. the So the tables cast iron, but then we then we're talking into function. Um, the thickness of the material and the whole diameter is always up for argument. Um, the The standard thickness of material for a welding table now is like five has like half of an inch. If you have a half of an inch or five inch t- or five eighths inch table, you're doing pretty good. That's a pretty th- good size table, um, but. I wanted more and have the extra rigidity and flatness. So I went with one inch and one cool. inch is also another standard. Like it's there's another class of table, it's like the professional Duh. table is a one inch thick table. Right. Um,
0: yeah. So
1: who makes the best of the best? Is it Sigmund? Oh, um, uh, I don't think so. Um, you don't like their tables? I think, I, I think they're okay. If you really look underneath them, they're basically uh, t- all tacked together. And oh, they they're, they're, they they're, they look really good from the outside. Like it looks like a nice shiny sports car, but then you start taking it all apart and you're like, mm. really? Why did they do this? Why did well, they do that? They're really expensive too.
2: They're, Jason, uh, for, yeah. for, forgive my ignorance. Do you know the table I have? I got it from Stronghand. I do. Hand. It, I it, do. It,
1: I've it, tested that table and that's a fantastic table.
2: It is a good table. And is it made by Stronghand or is Stronghand just distributed? I don't know that.
1: Uh, it is made by Stronghand. Yep. Oh, Okay. I didn't know because um, a
2: couple of people asked me like, "Is that a such and such or a such and such?" I'm like, "I got it from Stronghand," that, and somebody did say, "Oh, that's a such and such by Stronghand." I said, "Okay, you're, Listen, you're, Stronghand
0: you're, is uh, a great company, and they're putting out great stuff."
1: There's no it's doubt a, about that. It's a, technically it's a Build Pro table. So the way I understand Stronghand and Build Pro is that they're the same company that that, okay. that, that are table lines. They just call it the Build Pro series. That's or that's the name. Line. That's
2: the name somebody has suggested. I was like, I got it from strong yeah. so I, don't know.
0: <laughs> I I think what happens with Stronghand is they're they're marketing to the masses they they want to sell to everybody and jason i don't know i'm speaking for you but jason you want to sell to the people that want the like the best because I, it is proven to be the best
1: i have i i want the best so i make all no. my tools for me and you know and it's like if i made my tools for the the entry-level hobbyist i would be disappointed with that tool because i'm a, technically a professional So I make tools for myself and then I know if I like it, others will too. Sure. Um, So I basically just write down my wish list of what my perfect tool is and I just make it for me.
2: Is your table in production at the moment or are you still? It, It
1: is. I'm, I'm currently like I was, I'm sold out. So I had 50 of them made right at the bat and they were gone within the first week. Wow! I mean, they're unbelievable. I want one. They're, they're truly, truly sexy. What's, What's special about there's a couple things special that I think is um, different than what other manufacturers are doing is I've I I have made my standard hole, which means I went with a three quarter hole. Um, it's, it's it woodworking uses a three quarter hole, um, so therefore I'm not really original in this, um, but it's mathematically the biggest hole that I can put on the grid pattern. So oh, um, where Jimmy's, everything still matches up, yeah. Uh, Jimmy's table is a 28 millimeter hole, Mm -hmm. which is metric. And it's like, I'm not really a metric guy. (laughs) Like I'm kind of a, I'm an Imperial guy. So that's one thing that kind of turned me off of that table is the metric. And it's not because I don't like metric. It's just my material here in the United States is not metric. Right. I don't, it doesn't do me any good. Um, Jason, let me ask you something stupid. Two inch centers. Yes.
2: You're, yeah, my table is obviously is is an off is an off grid pattern, right? You went with a straight grid pattern, mm-hmm. and I have those dial locks that go in and lock in, and they work great. With a cast, this is this is a stock table, so it's all precision stock, so they're able to control both sides of the stock. When you cast your table, you Blanchard grind the top, and then you flip it over, and do you mill the holes in the bottom? How, like, what is that process like?
1: Yeah, it's basically they just all four or all five sides or six sides right. I technically are machined on mine. Um, right. So I don't really know which where where they start with it. Um, right. I'm assuming they start on the bottom and do the legs first, and then they flip it right. over and have some nice pads through the top. Um But all every side is machine is milled, so theoretically it's it's a it's a perfect block. Um. And I don't have a the frame holes? underneath. Yeah. The
3: holes the are. Holes machined are- or,
2: After casting, or they 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 generally cast in. It's all
1: done completely after. Nope, it's all. That was one big solid um, piece of cast iron. They come back and drill all the holes.
3: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, So I have one of
1: the most number of holes on any table. It's like one thousand three hundred and sixty-eight or something (laughs) ridiculous. The Swiss cheese
4: model. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Where and where is that one being made? So this one is currently being made in Taiwan for me. I know yeah. it's another heated discussion. Like I said, I don't like, I am a very patriotic person and I have a hard time putting my patriotism in front of getting a product to market. Um, if so it was I don't made in guys, America,
2: it just wouldn't be possible.
1: I, I don't know any made by table the federal manufacturer. Government. <laughs> there is not one table manufacturer being made in USA.
2: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It would have to be made by Isn't the that government. Weird? So
1: you're either, they're made in Germany. Um, your table, Jimmy is made in China. Well, I think there's a great. lot of, People that are doing those
0: those tabbed slotted things,
1: uh, yeah, I consider those
0: not tables. I don't yeah. know. I know a lot of production just, companies. Just on the use record, them.
4: Jason Jason said Taiwan is in China. Just on the record,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think of I think of Taiwan more like Japan. When I think of Taiwan, yeah, they're a Japanese. They're not a part. Yeah, they're a part of Asia, but they're they're a whole, totally different culture. They have. Um, their craftsmanship is amazing. Some of my favorite machine tools in my shop are made in Taiwan. My Washon lathe, my Victor, my Acer mill are all made in Taiwan. And I think they're absolutely fantastic. I will actually search out a Taiwan made, uh, machine tool sometimes over a brand new U S made. Well, I, I don't think that you could take the argument. Like
0: if something's made in Taiwan, it's better or made in the USA, it's better. People are just saying it's, it's the patriotic side. It's like support where you live, right? And that's where it right. gets heated. But if, if if it does, if it's not cost effective to do it here, and you can get as good or better quality there, and it's less, and still has to
1: travel that far, I mean, why not? Well, Let's talk about this. So I am in a unique position where I've never been before, and I'm on the other side of the manufacturing. And When I was a consumer, I always wanted made in USA. Like I was also there, I, and I'm still to this day. I still want to buy made in USA stuff. Um, but what happens is, it's ultimately the customers. The customer dictates if if I can make tools here in the United States or not. And What I mean by that is, if I wanted this tool to made, be made in USA, this tool would cost, or this table would probably cost me fifteen to seventeen thousand dollars. Just to make that's it. your cost. Just, just that would be my cost by the time machining. So, if I had this table for sale for twenty grand, who do you think would buy it when they Very could buy few. a Build Pro for ten? Yeah.
3: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> the problem is, it's not me. It's the customer. The customer won't pay it right, so, right. I, so so I'm forced to how do I compete to get this design out there when I don't have I don't have the customer' taken this out of my hands. I might sell four of them, yeah. but I, I can't right. be I can't keep my business alive selling four tables. So take yeah. that back to your vice like what do you think the ratio is gonna be USA
0: sales versus Taiwanese sales?
1: Uh, probably um,
0: 10 to one. No, it's probably going to be hundred one. to one, hundred to one. Yeah. Yep. But 1%. you still, so did you 1%. have to, did you have to tool up for the, the made in the USA version anyways, because of that was part of your R and D?
1: Uh, yeah. So I have, we're, uh, dedicated milling machines. Um, I mean, I have tens of thousands of dollars in casting patterns, sure. um, hire extra machinists, we are, you just
0: had to do all that
1: to be able to get to the point where you could have it made in Taiwan. Have one, right? Yeah. So the first I one had is the I'm, most
2: expensive one.
1: Fortunately, I had to do everything, buy everything twice to, really? to offer this for the people. And so, if you're very patriotic like myself, I'm I want the opportunity for you to buy a USA-made vice, and I want yeah. to provide that for you. And so, I bought a car lift several years ago, mm-hmm. rotary lift,
0: and you could you can choose. The USA made version or the Chinese made version. And at the time, of course, I just did Made in USA because why not? But it was, and and the car lifts aren't really all that expensive. They're, you know, like, I don't know, what are they, like six grand or something like that Mm -hmm. for the Made in USA? Did the USA uh, one fail yet? No. Works great. Good. Good. Works great. I had a leveling issue with it Uh, when they installed it. Installed it on a level, but. Yeah, they yes, just well on, on 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 the beaten
4: On a technical level, they should be exactly the same. Hopefully.
0: Yeah, they're being the same, but they're just d- two different prices. But it, it's interesting to see like why you would offer the USA-made version and the Chinese or the whatever-made version. And it's ultimately, we're getting at he had to build
1: some here to figure out. <laughs> he had, out it, he how had to, to spend
2: hundreds it. of thousands of dollars to avoid trolls. Basically, is what he had
1: to do. Well, yeah, exactly. what what can't end up happening is I, I get comments. Oh, that's too expensive. And I'm like, okay, okay. I get it. You want, you like the design, but you can't afford the $3,500. So it's like, okay, so you, you like the idea. Can I, can I, can I give you something else? As a businessman, I, I always want to try to sell you something because I want to continue to make tools. So making the table itself isn't very cost effective to do it in the United States, but what I can make is the tooling. So Ah. all of the tooling for the fireball table system is made in USA. And I take a lot of pride in that because that's generally what you're going to be interacting with most of all anyway. Those are the the
2: fixtures, the pegs, the clamps.
1: Yep. And what that allows me to do is um, have a lot of control over the fixtures, which means I can make subtle changes very quickly. Um, I can bring out a new fixture rather fast, really fast. That's one thing I do love about USA manufacturing is like, oh, yeah. I, I have this new idea for this fixture. Boom. It's here within weeks. Um, so all the tooling is made in USA. And I believe I'm the only one making USA tooling in the United States also. So I do That's take a lot awesome. of pride in that. that. Cool. Is
0: is that tooling, uh,
1: could you use it? off your table also or is it specific to the tooling uh the i suppose table? you could use it off the table but it's designed to work on the table and with each other um, yeah and when it comes to the tooling i've really taken the table tooling approach from a welder's standpoint uh, mm-hmm. i probably i have a really unique situation that i actually use my product and design for it at the same time i really don't that's know why, another- that's why
2: your products are so well made and so uh, well designed because you use
1: uh, them use yeah. them. I'm like, okay, if I if I have a problem, like, oh, this is an interesting. How am I going to hold this part? I like literally just like start thinking, if I had it, what tool would help me? And I, that's where the inventions come from. It's like, I need to solve this problem. Most of us would just Jimmy rig something together. Sorry, Jimmy, but it's yeah, no, sweet, like, like wee- my
2: corner jig. Remember the corner jig I sent you in plywood? You ended up making it in cast.
1: I, and I absolutely love it. Uh, did you get them, by the way?
2: Hopefully you received I did, them. I did. I'm did. Okay. i so sorry. I haven't had a chance. I mean, <laughs> that's sorry. the most recent thing you built, right? I'm going through some life changes. I haven't had a chance to post them and I will post them. Especially yeah, that's, a, promote that's show.
1: the newest is the, I call it the three axis square or the, I, I don't know what to call it. I need a name for it. I need an M name. I'm thinking like the matrix Jimmy, square or <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy you, you need to call it the, the Jimmy, the
0: Jimmy rig. The Jimmy rig. <laughs> the Jimmy rig. Said Don't it, jimmy rig, get a jimmy rig.
2: No, <laughs> no yeah, I think it was you. actually Jerry though, wasn't it? Well, uh, yes. JD was here the other day and JD got a chance to kind of look at it up close. He really, he really dug it. JD was here at Maker Camp and JD, he wanted to use the table in the new M15, uh, the mp 215 and so he was in here and I said look for Jason's f- uh, new fireball squares on the floor and he found them <laughs> in the garbage <laughs> no 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 they were under <laughs> the table and, uh, and and JD came over to camp because I left him here alone and he came over and he's like man those things are cool So JD loves everything you do you know that
1: I love JD he's such a cool guy yeah no he's not
3: <laughs> he, <laughs> he like you I'm
0: just kidding he's a great
4: guy is it? Is oh, it if, like how much slower is it working uh with manufacturers overseas
3: oh that's just way you know slower. like it, it,
4: do they produce something and then it's do they actually physically ship it to you and you're like no this is garbage i hate you uh
1: generally you just cycle through that it's normally a back and forth one or two times so and bad. then it, and then it's um but year but realistically it's a minimum of a year so by the yeah. time get you get them the made. CAD by the time you get them the CAD model to you get something, it's it's it is one year. Yeah. But then uh, after minimum. that they can crank them out. But after that, they're then they're re- they're really good. Actually, there can be really good machinists over there. I mean it, like I said, it always stems from who's giving them the design and who's yeah. um, uh, I had I, I got those, an I need those I Pakistani an,
4: machinists
0: oh, to work yeah. on my stuff. Oh, I love watching those shows. I mean, those guys are working just, with the the junkiest of junk. And, and mind-blowing going. videos. Totally. I can't
4: even fully understand. I just Such said Jimmy and Andrew one where they light the acetylene torch with the cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> it's <laughs> amazing. Give those
2: guys tables? Nobody has uh, a table
0: Or shoes.
2: They work on the ground. There's no tables anywhere.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, they don't need them. It That's just goes crazy. to show that everything we're doing is not necessary.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. just a different
0: culture. It's extra expensive. Oh, I love it. it. I You know, what else I love watching is the street food that they create. Yes, obviously. But my. Oh, God. The vendors, like, God, I want to go eat everything that is being created. There's just
4: like, it's just like a 14 year old kid sanding asbestos brake pads. Totally. <laughs> and yeah. Then, uh, yeah, like, okay.
0: Entertainment, <laughs> yeah. I guess.
3: So, Jason, anyway.
0: the cutaway,
1: how did you do the cutaway uh, vice? Vice. And can i have it thank you so much
4: <laughs> can i have it thanks
1: yeah. you're it's funny you say that because i have the other half of that it's it's technically oh, not the perfect other half i'm, so I'm probably going to put it together and I, I thought about putting it up for sale um or, or offering it to highest bidder or if somebody's interested Lonely, in dude. it Bander. it's cool it's it's very cool um I, that was for the display for FabTech and SEMA. so uh, how did you do it of, though I cut it in the bandsaw, my big marble bandsaw. Did you really? Yeah. Just. What kind of cutting blade do you use for that? Just, just like an eighteen. normal cutting blade. Yeah. Just a, a lot of oil. It, no. Did cast
0: iron, bol- self lubricating, so you can just cut better. it. Yeah, yeah, but what happened when you got to the jaws?
1: It just cut right through it. Yeah. So, but did 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 you bolt it down to the table and then send it in? Yeah, um, the the uh, Marvel saw is really cool. If you've never seen the Marvel bandsaw, it it's like a giant roll in bandsaw on steroids. So yeah. I can, it has a 19 inch throat depth, so I can cut mm-hmm. up to 19 inches in one pass, and wow. I can go. So it's like a 19 by 19 cube that I can yeah. cut. Right. Um So I yeah, and the table has uh, t slots in it, so I bolt ah, the vise down to, in the T slots, and then just send the saw. And I had to do it in two parts, which I had to flip it around to cut it. Um, but it turned out pretty good. It's not perfect. Uh, but a lot of the people, when they see the vice at the trade show, they don't understand how it works. Like they don't like they don't get that it pulls from the back and they don't understand like there's no hollow spots and it's like yeah. solid. Like there's it's all metal. Like there's right no cheap. There's no cheapness to try to wait, weight savings that goes into it. There's an
2: interesting thing about your vice, which I've never seen on any other vice, is how the dynamic jaw doesn't have a slot down the bottom, right? So it it has that much more rigidity. Where you're not going to have have torsion in that tube in any way, shape, or form.
1: Uh, I I should. Can you send? uh, I should send you, Jimmy, the clip of the fireball vice when it finally broke. You oh yeah. Cause see, I look for it. I didn't see it on Instagram. Yeah, I, don't have I, on I haven't really shared it with it. And maybe yeah. Andrew can forward it to you. Um, and I sold that video on, uh, online. <laughs> so, so what happened, Jimmy is the, so this device was taking, it's, so, it's, it's amazing when you see this. So that dynamic jaw weighs like 125 pounds just by yeah. itself. Just that one moving part. Yeah. And when the nut broke in the hydraulic press or with the hydraulic cylinder, I'll, I'll just let you watch the video and you tell me. It's, it, it's, it's mind-chilling, actually.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I got another question, Jason, among many. But if I put down, what, what, was, that, what was that down payment price? 100 bucks or 200 100 bucks? 100 yep. bucks. If I put down 100 bucks, do I get to choose which one I buy or am I sure. given. Getting-
1: Okay. I see. Basically, okay. what that's doing is it's putting saving your place in line, right. um, for when the vices come off the the floor. Uh, and then if I someone were to point. just go to the website right now and say, "Hey, I want it," they're they're at the end of the line. And when I mean end of the line, I mean I don't even know if I want to tell you how many vices. No, do have tell been us. Um, Two thousand. Yeah, we're like up to like 2000 vices. Amen. Right. Amen. That's why
0: you can keep going, dude. Do and it. And so it's the I'm i thing with like the truck, the 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 uh, Elon Musk truck, like they take a $100 deposit to see how many people are interested and then they go yep. build it.
1: Yep. It's great. And it was never meant to try to take people's money and use it. It's just like I I want the the first people who are supporting this project to get the first vices and be yep. ready to go. Um Yeah. Are they serialized? Um, they are not serialized. I'm, How dare you? I, How dare I, you? D- does that something I need to do? Is that something important? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's the number one. Number one. 100%, most dude.
0: No, but if you think about it later on, like, I have Vice like, six, 69. Month. Oh, yeah, of course. By the way, Jimmy, Eric, I sent you a text. Uh, you got to watch it while we're on because it's. Uh, oh,
4: I blocked your number earlier today. <laughs> oh, that's
0: okay. Unblock it momentarily. Uh, it's, the video is of him exploding the vice, and you just just watch what all happens. I've
4: watched oh, you it at least seventy five so times. It's twelve, it's twelve pixels. Oh, yeah, Jesus. because right. the I'll three of us are like
2: we have three different
3: phones. Oh,
4: so. wait. Hold oh, on. I'll
1: send it. that's them. cool. That's very cool. Send
2: it, send it through Instagram. It,
1: okay, so hey, the bye. reason why it's in this orientation. Uh, Vertical machine like that is because I I, the previous testing of trying to twist a handle I've tried I've broken uh, vices before where you mount the the bench vise like in a normal position and if you put a cheater bar on it eventually at some point in time it has to come over the top like the cheater bar has to come up and over the top of the you you, I'm not tall enough to grab the end of a eight or ten foot cheater bar like you have to stand on a ladder. So, I've learned through my destructive testing sick. to mount it vertically. That way I can walk around the vise and break oh, it. Oh, yeah. Right. Sick. Sweet. It's the and best. so, that's why it's there. And also, it um, allows me to put the hydraulic jack in there without trying to have to hold it like the jaws are supporting it. Um, I did yeah, not. What that's what, yeah, what you guys are experiencing. That's a 240 um, frames per minute clip. I have it like in you, high speed, and it is absolutely magical to Ugh. see that vice break in 200... I one of those cameras so bad. Uh, so you guys are seeing not the, the sweetness, sweet goodness of it breaking, but I did not expect that vice to uh, pop like that. It was... <laughs> yeah. see, I, that was my
0: response.
3: Like, okay, it, so
0: the, for those of you that aren't seeing the video, like when the vice breaks, it, it launches the dynamic jaw. Yeah, ah, which super- is totally fine. Then the spindle goes out above that. And then the vibration is so hard that the tripod on the the table jumps the front foot like three, four, five inches off of the table. It's
4: crazy. Imagine it was horizontal and your nuts were just right there. Oh, man. <laughs> that's that's the final feature of your vice. It like sterilizes you for life. Yeah.
3: It's so like it says you stubby,
2: cannot
1: do this ever again. There will oh, be no it would more.
2: You, it will break you in <laughs> half. Yeah. That, that you should, stubby you should hydraulic.
1: call it the, <laughs> the and just
4: be sectonator. done
2: with it. I just ask be Jason. done with it. The hydraulic, the mini hydraulic that you have in there, is that is that some sort of? Is it, It's not like a harbor freight, or some? Is it some high tech oh, industrial the, thing?
1: Mini, hi, a mini hydraulic, Jimmy. That's that that that's hydraulic just- jack is eleven inches tall, closed. Whoa! It's a fifty ton, <laughs> fifty tons. And now,
2: how are you? How are you guessing it? Is are you gassing with air?
1: Yeah, air, it's an air over hydraulic. So yeah. I'm standing wow. back like. 30 feet behind a forklift yeah. <laughs> and I had somebody across the shop um, shouting at me with the the numbers on the pro with the cell reload cell. He's like 70,000. I'm like, Oh crap.
2: Oh,
0: 80,000.
1: And it broke at a hundred. Uh, so my probe is technically only goes up to 50. It sure. reads only to 50. So I just like said, you know, I'm going to wreck this probe. So it got up to like 95,000 when it popped. Wow. And the, the hydraulic cylinder was going to ju- joke. Ju- 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 yeah. Like it was not Dude, going hydraulics at- when they're under pressure, like overload pressure is scary. And I was like, Oh shit. Yes. What am I going to do now? Cause yeah. how I got to go over there and like, unbleed Click the pressure. Yeah. I'm like, I you don't want to get in here. <laughs> oh,
2: if it didn't <laughs> break, <laughs> like if you just stopped out, you would have had to just leave it alone and just cement just off stop. that part of the shop.
3: But There's
0: one thing that I want to point out. This is very important. Like, There's no humanly way possible to destroy his vice. Pretty much. Or a human to do it. You don't have the ability. No human has the ability to destroy his vice without mechanical manipulation. Now, there are numerous vices that I could tell you that you could buy that we could destroy humanly, under human power, right? But he's built his so well that it ain't happening. It's
2: great. It's a great mix of it's a great mix of technical know-how, ingenuity, uh,
1: scientific acuity, and just doing well, it. Well, let me ask you guys this: so Wilton has been around since 1941. What uh, I had the argument people say, like, "Oh, you're testing this old vice, or you're testing an old design versus new." Do you think Wilton's going to come back and 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 redesign no. their Wilton vice? No, no yeah. chance. They're done, dude. And um, I go well, they've had they've had 70 years to redesign it. Why would they cheat? Why would they choose to do it now? Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, they're not well, going to choose. you are definitely going to
2: make some waves in in the manufacturing of new I mean, I mean you are making well, waves not, in the manufacturing. No, not really cuz at
4: at the next FabTech I'm going to come by with some gallium and just <laughs> bam, your vice and your table and they'll be like, "What the shit? It's so brutal and garbage." It's
0: just junk. Man. <laughs> what is gallium? Light a big thing of thermite on it.
4: Gallium is a a element, like a natural element of Mm. metal that uh, essentially attacks and weakens other metals. Mm. It like, you know, molecularly bonds at some insane level. And like if you put gallium on aluminum, like a drop here, and it was like a whole bike frame, like the bike frame over here, you could like press into it. Really? With your finger and then rip the bike frame apart with your hands. Like it's very, very effective at weakening metals.
1: Is that that same stuff that like they make the gallium keys for locks? Have you seen those where it's a gallium Uh, key and you put it in the lock and it like self destructs the lock from the inside? No way! I love it.
0: Yeah, this is CIA stuff. Is it a powder or liquid or what
4: is it? It is a liquid metal. Wow, I like this. Yeah, is (laughs) it? Can anybody buy it? Yeah, you could buy elements of metal. It's not radioactive Gallium. or anything. Yeah.
2: Would it touch your skin? Would it does it dissolve your skin?
4: Nothing. I think it's okay for human wow. touch.
2: That's pretty. It's amazing. just like mm.
4: a metal. Yeah. Don't like eat it. I guess.
0: But you yeah. could like put it in someone that you hated's motor. Oh. Oh murder. man. Especially
4: anything aluminum is like very over. fast react. Just it's over. You've like integrally destroyed the casting at its most yeah. fundamental molecular
0: level. It's over. Okay, Jason. Let's talk about this. You got the table, the fireball tool table. You got the fireball tool squares, which I think kind of got everyone's attention, right? Yep. You got the vice. You got the belt sander that you made, not commercially, but you made it as a super badass. Bandsaw. You got all these things you're making. So what What else are you got going on? Oh, man. <laughs> what, um, or what other markets are you trying to tap
1: into? Um. I'm, gonna, I'm I'm ex- right now I'm expanding the lines so I have um, another smaller vise, so a smaller hardtail it's this one's nice. like a hundred and twenty pounder so it's a little little smaller it's four another way jaws? to get people what's that four inch jaws uh four and a half inch jaws okay. Um, mm. I prefer four and three eighths. I know. Right. It's like I was right in between. Do I go five inch or four inch. I said, we'll just split it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I got that, that same vice is coming. Um, I'd love to maybe even have a little smaller one, like a little baby bullet style just for fun. Cause I just kind of like dig the little tiny vices. They're more, yeah, cl- can you do a salesman
0: sample just for me
1: and you? And not I would them? love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, the squares. I got a couple more square styles coming out, so, so expanding that line. Um, you should do wrenches. I, wrenches, yes, that would be fun. I heard of, I, I'm up I've for heard anything. Good... Well, like like you showed me, Andrew, that um, uh, and some of the Instagrammers are sending me tools they'd like to see re- remade. Yeah, that, that's uh, what I was no longer about. are made anymore, and would like to see reproduced. Yes. Ryan, I'm all for that. I love that. I think there's a lot you of know great what? designs. I've been
4: actually. Uh, interested in doing and haven't really found anybody locally because Canada does nothing but uh, I need to find someone who like drop forges stuff and in small batches which obviously is like the you're the worst customer they've ever had (laughs) and uh, I want to make a set of like four point sockets
3: Hmm.
4: but like modern you know modern steels for uh, square headed stuff? For square headed bolts. Like actual, legit, nice
0: four point sockets. It just doesn't exist. Well, because all, all of the four point ones that exist now are very thin. They're just like the sockets just, are. Like you can bend them very easily. Yeah, they're just not uh, what I need.
4: So this or you is can that's just another get an
0: eight point. I mean,
4: that's no, what I said. Get out of here. Get that scrum out of
1: here. It's an interesting topic you brought up. So. What happens if you have that good idea? You can't find somebody to make it, but um, somebody not in this country can. Do you, do we put our patriotism aside and find somebody yeah, that can I, make I it and have the tool exist? I could go talk. I don't even know where to start talking Wait, to somebody
0: in another I, country about manufacturing anything. I
4: think Literally. you have
0: to separate Alibaba. the patriotism from the business because business and patriotism are two different things. Like, Yes, made in the USA is important, and I I am an avid supporter of made in the USA. Uh, and I hate the idea of sending our dollars overseas, right? But if it makes sense and gives somebody
1: an affordable product, why not? But maybe the op- the option is too is hey, maybe we can be patriotism by getting that person the tool they need. Isn't that yeah. not yeah. patriotism? Why don't you just also, go, like they're able I to, do their to their job? bring all those
0: people over here.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, I know I, I feel like I walk this fine line every day. Um, it's, it's unfortunate that we don't have the, um, the workers in this country anymore. It's hard to find good skilled labor anymore. People who actually want to work anymore,
3: it's um, really show difficult. up on
1: time to work anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's, everybody
2: wants to be a celebrity. Nobody wants to be a factory worker.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, and it's
4: it's just tough. Like I've doors. I've like personally talked to Lee Valley about production stuff, and they're they're just not interested in producing anything. They just want to kind of purchase uh, stock from a producer and be done with it. Even though they produce their own mm-hmm. multiples of of tons of things, like they're just not. It's like not of interest anymore because it's it's just such a pain. I guess that's where that um, made in USA
0: with globally sourced products comes
4: from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. essentially, you know they they
0: just rather just pay you to give them stuff to sell. I guess. Yeah, but in, in Jason's case, like the tables being made in Taiwan, like you can't source that the table is the product, right? So, you can't source the bits and pieces you need to assemble this table because the table is yeah, effectively exactly. its own thing.
1: So, my ultimate goal for the future is to um, have a factory. And what I mean by that is, yes, I need a, a place of manufacturing where so I can manufacture all the vices in-house, have my own broaching machine, Have all do everything from start to finish, have the f- a foundry next door, and, I mean, have a foundry you work with, get all your castings made in USA. But also yeah. be able to provide the service for, like, if – Andrew has this idea for his own tool that he can come to yep. the fireball factory and have yes. the factory make it. So it will yep, still exactly. be Andrew's black, blacksmith tools um, specialty spanner wrench, but it's manufactured by fireball factory. Um, yeah. I think there's like Ajax, um,
2: like Ajax, right? Doesn't Ajax do that type of stuff?
1: I haven't. Do they? Maybe. I think so. Yeah,
2: I think it's Ajax factories in Ohio and they okay.
3: do
1: lots of castings. Uh, and have and be but able. But he's to saying he wants to do the
3: one-stop
0: source, like to be able to manufacture yeah. whatever in house, and he'll label it yours, but it's still going to be manufactured by him. Yeah, I think yep. that's the appeal. Um, I think you'd be too selective on what you would actually take on as a project, therefore making that a hard business
1: to 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 make come true. So, uh, it's the problem I'm going to run into is I can buy the equipment. I can buy the tooling, but I can't ha- sure. I can't find the people. Yeah. yeah what are you going to do when somebody comes with a subpar project and they're just adamant that you make it? It's not my name on it. Technically. So, so this is an interest. This is another co- interesting topic. I, 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 I just don't see yeah. you doing that. I just think you would be like, I'm I'm not going to make that because it's ridiculous. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's talk about this for a second. Let's talk about, uh, we're, we're on the made in America thing again. Sure. What I mean by it is like, okay, I could, let's, let's design a hammer together. What I mean by this is I'm the designer. I want a hammer to be made. I'm going to basically say, I'm going to grab a rock. I'm going to grab a stick and I'm going to wrap the rock to the stick with a piece of rope. There you go. Made in America. OK, made from U.S. sourced materials and, and products all right here off our soil. Sure. But then but then somebody in Germany goes, here's my hammer made out of um, titanium. It's all beautifully weighted and balanced. It's perfect. Uh, but where is it? But we're, we are we putting more emphasis on where it's made or its design?
3: Yeah.
1: So what I mean by that is my USA made hammer made from a rock and a stick is obviously inferior from the made in Germany made out of Taiwan. I would think it that we on what the purpose be, of the hammer is. Well, Maybe the rock and the stick hammer is the best of the best for its intended usage, w- w- killing people. Why? Why is it when you buy a T-shirt, you'll pay fifty dollars for a, a Tommy Hilfiger T-shirt? It's still a T-shirt. Does the same job, but you'll pay more than the Walmart white T-shirt. That's super yeah. cheap, because you're buying the Brandy. design, you're the designer, yeah. the logo, whatever's uh, whatever's been printed on it. Why, why aren't we buying tools from a designer instead of where it's made?
3: Yeah, right. Yeah, see, uh, so uh, more. Specifically. I think both are
0: both have equal weight to them. More same weight, like the what? designer and the way that it's made equally hold the same amount of significance
1: I I would agree with that I mean but at the same time why do we why is the tool world in this space to where where it's made is always more important than who designed it well because made in America
0: is the biggest deal like we are like patriots leads the, the way
2: But but I'm going to say, I'm going to say, patriotism leads the way to the uneducated consumer. But Jason, when you and me start looking for people to make stuff and you start getting that diverse conversation you have with an American manufacturer is, oh, that's going to be expensive. I'm like, I've said this on this podcast before. If you start the conversation telling me that I'm going to hire you to do something, you're telling me it's going to be expensive, you could fucking leave because I want to have an intellectual conversation with you. I understand everything's expensive. Let's talk about the intellectual approach to what we're going to make. If we're going to make it in America, tell me, oh, these are the reasons why this, that. But when the conversation starts with, oh, that's going to be expensive. so get the fuck out. And that's the American mindset. It's like, oh, that's, you're going to put me through hell to make this? That's a lot, that's a lot of work. Whereas when you yeah. go offshore, oh, okay, we well, want to make that. That's fantastic. Thanks for choosing us. How do you want to make it? What can we make mm-hmm. it? How can we best serve you? And it's a cultural thing, unfortunately. In America, we look at the amount. We're like, oh, man, we got to move all those shingles over there. Holy shit, that's going to be a lot of work. That's the first thing we say instead of going, okay, let me stop by moving the first one, then the second one, then the third one. Oh, it's lunch. We already moved everything. We didn't stop to have this fucking, oh. That's like how every conversation starts in America. With, oh. It's so frustrating.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, you spent a lot of time like in the toy world in China doing, you know, factories and all that kind of stuff. When you were, when you were there- I, are they making things any differently?
2: They're making things fast, efficiently, and they appreciate the work. I would blow mold bottles in China and I'd blow mold bottles in New Jersey. Every time I went to New Jersey, the guy would be like, oh, this, oh, how many do you want? <laughs>
4: yeah, that's the standard get, joke. Like every everybody's everybody hates making money.
2: It's like it's like, oh, oh well. You know, I've well, got it. this big job, like Oh, I don't know what I'm going to be done with. It's like, I don't care about anything. Just give me the information that I need to know. I don't care. It's like, you're not, it's like, you're not the feelings police. I just want to know the technical. Don't give me any emotional, answers, any fucking technical bit of information. Can you do this? You know what? We can uh, handle this. That's Jimmy,
4: it. You should, you should talk to a contractor for one second. Yeah, and- oh, I know they're the same way. Yeah, no, yeah, talk to a contractor for one second.
2: It's like, "Hey, can we build can you build my porch?" It's like, whew, wow, that's that's a uh, lot of material." I, don't, I fucking I don't know. know that.
4: I don't know. <laughs> the I don't know, the I don't know is is just gets me every time. Yeah, I can you make like- this size garage door? No. No, I don't think you can. What do you mean you can't make a garage door this big? Just do it. I- that's your I judge. fucking
2: wanted a guy to do my roof. He's like, it's too fucking high up in the air. <laughs> You're the, the roof. Guy guy guy. I
0: remember that. Yeah, I remember that. That was funny.
2: Another guy said, I'll do the roof, but you got to build the second floor first in case I fall. I don't fall that far. That's what the guy said about my fucking horse barn.
0: Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous.
4: My my brother has a great line with that stuff. He's like, How am I how am I gonna get up on the roof? He's like, I don't know. Let me call my roofing guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. To the roof but, Jason, go. that's been my yeah. experience, manufacturing domestic parts versus import parts. Imports, every factory I've ever dealt with, I've been in all the weird spots in China, places where I'm surprised I didn't get kidnapped. And it's just like, no problem. And then they bring in the weird... I said they bring the, the weird guy in, the tooling guy, who's got the mole with the long hair sticking out of it, who's mm-hmm. smoking with the long fingernails, and they talk to him in Chinese, and he says, like, bur, bur, one thing, and then the, everyone's like, okay, that's the answer. He just told us the answer, and then they go put him back in his, in his machine yeah. shop. He doesn't yeah. want to be involved with the end user. He just like... And, and that's why they have so much experience solving problems and not complaining and not whining, and every conversation doesn't start with a...
0: Uh, I wonder what the the, the, psychology behind that for the because it's you do see that a lot in America where defeat like a defeatist attitude
1: uh, is first. So uh, what I ultimately would like Fireball to be is I don't I I don't want the first question from the customers be where is it made and I'm going to base my decision off of that. Um, what i would really like to be is like oh this is it says fireball on it jason's involved and his team i I, this is going to be the best tool ever and i don't care i trust jason more than any other design tool designer in the world whatever he's (laughs) going to sell me together
2: where how no matter what
1: yep and i go i'm going to provide you guys with the best tool at the best price and I want you to just trust me. And it's like, I think that's where like clothing designers or jewelry it's, designers, they, that's why they say design. And yeah. they have, that's why people buy a Lamborghini. Oh, I'm gonna buy a Lamborghini cause it's gonna be a fast and it's gonna look good. They don't not really, America. it's not made so, in America.
0: So then you need to, to figure out how to transition. How does Lamborghini, how does that conversation come up where it goes, dude? Lamborghini and you just instantly know it's the best. How many people, if you ask, where's Lamborghini made, know where Lamborghini's made? Probably no one. Italy, right? I think it's German engines. Probably uh, probably from
4: multiple countries. Like, yeah,
0: all over the place. So it's brand recognition. It's it's marketing. It's buzz marketing. about
1: More than it is about where it's made. And I think that's what's important when you guys see that big giant hammer and me doing these YouTube videos. This, that's, that's my behind the scenes testing. What I would do, regardless if there was a camera on or not. But I'm thank God
0: it's on because it's very fascinating. I I want
1: uh, that all that kind of stuff goes on behind the scenes on all my tools. I beat the snot out of all my squares, the drop tests. I mean, I, but I just, I want the viewers and the customers to know that i am doing my best to provide you the best tool possible and just please trust me like i remember when well please trust me is is
0: that's hard hard. yeah it's hard hard, right you you'll get there because your your standards are high right and what you're providing is high uh i remember when you first released the squares and i was like how did he how did he do that with them being cast? They're going to fall and get just crumble, you know? And I think you and I had a conversation about it and you're, you were like five miles out in front of me. Right. And I'm back here going, Oh, cast it's fucking going to break. You know, if you drop it and you're like, no, this is what I did. And this is how, so it's amazing. Cause you're, you're putting in the work, you know, to figure this stuff out. Yeah. So inevitably people are going to be, uh, there'll, there'll be brand recognition, brand association that will be undeniable. Right. Uh, yeah. I the mean, product's good and what you're doing is fun like and who else is doing what you're doing in the US
1: nobody I don't know of anybody
2: can well, you guys I top me? my
1: head yeah, yeah we can hear you Jimmy
2: you just sent me a picture and I'm not in the picture I was just making sure I'm here
0: <laughs> I sent you a picture
2: no Eric did oh, Eric oh
4: did. I sent that like an hour and a half ago it's like no, just text message no that was from yeah. the last
1: podcast like three weeks yeah, ago yeah yeah Okay. Never, I
4: never
1: but, uh, I, I'm here for I'm here for the customer. I like I said I I use my own tools. Uh, I'm listening to you guys. If Jimmy says let's make this, I want to go for it. This would be useful for everybody. I don't know of another company that really talks to their customers as much as as much as I do. Possibly. Um, like, do you know anybody at Wilton? Like, could I call Wilton and talk to somebody? No, let me just tell
0: you about <laughs> Wilton. Like. People, if I post something up about and it has a Wilton in it, they'll like tag Wilton on there. And I'm like, why care. are you tagging Wilton? First of all, whoever's, whoever's running their pages doesn't speak English, right? And, and they, they don't, don't really care. care. They don't care. They don't care because guess what? Their brand recognition is so high, Yeah. they don't have to care. They don't care if their product is good or not. People buy Wilton because Wilton
1: is Wilton, right? But They're now,
0: supposed but- to be. They've, got that, that they've got that
1: designer thing going for them. You they've don't made want it. to become that. going to work
2: on eroding that. Yeah, <laughs> but you don't want to become that.
1: You don't want to be that.
2: You
0: want to digress back to where you still care about every aspect of what you're providing, right? Right. Wilton does not care. That's sad. Well, it is what it is, dude. I mean, it's it's the evolution of their company. The, the, you know, they create their own legacy. When they, if Wilton dies today, they die, having been one of the best, and also one of the worst. Well, who you can't tell me now? that Fireball it, uh, Tool will ever
1: be considered to be one of the worst. Uh, I would say if there's another company, what about Starrett? Starrett's amazing. Starett's amazing. I mean, Jimmy has worked with Starrett before. How did? How, do they? Oh, well, they still I, take pride in their tools, correct? Totally,
2: they yeah. do. But they are. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a spokesman for the company. I'm using the. I'm using their tools and I'm promoting them. But there are there is some stuff that's not made here. It's imported, and of course, I that think that's be okay. True everybody. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but still, their product is amazing.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. No, the the legacy is is amazing.
0: But Jason, you can't compare your company to stairs. These is two oh, totally
1: no. different programs, dude. Yeah, I'm not even in the same ballpark. I'm just a peon when it comes well, to- Well, no, not even <laughs> that. I mean, you're making a different It's just product. a
2: different different category of tools. You know, yeah, exactly. It's meant to literally get a like 75-pound as, hammer. <laughs> yes. as, far
0: as, as far as standards and and quality and all that, yeah, you can compare that for sure. Like, Are you building up to the standards they are? Are they
1: building up to the standards you are? For sure. I'm oh, not even close. My standards are way looser than theirs, <laughs> but the, it serves a different purpose, right? And of, of different course, price
0: totally. point. Yeah. Totally, totally. Of course. What I would love to see you do, and it's a total waste of your time, total waste <laughs> of your time, okay, is to make salesman samples of all this stuff. Because I would, uh, yes. Just if you lectures. think about it, like, what is it that sells for the most dollars right now? Vintage salesman samples, the real true working stuff. Like, so in 50 years, if you have a fireball, if you have the original hardtail fireball salesman sample, the thing's worth 20 grand. That's pretty Mm -hmm. cool, you know. But it's a total waste of your time because guess what? It doesn't, you still have to sell at a reasonable price point now. Well, you have to die. That's the problem. Well, (laughs) well, we could kill him after he makes it. Those projects
1: are good for, like, I'm looking to hire a young. Uh, ambitious uh, draftsman engineer um, to help I'm, me I'm do some of this stuff. I'm incredibly busy, Jason. I
3: don't have
0: time for this. <laughs> and so those you projects- hate older...
1: Talented no, uh, somebody that's... Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they need to be really, really, really computer savvy to be able to run through. I'm not saying older people can't do this, but it seems like the younger crowd really loves this uh, robotic 3D printers. I have six 3D printers that get used every day. Um, oh, wow. I, got, I, I wouldn't even know cat. how to turn one of them on. S- so this younger generation you cl- really likes a, this clap thing. Clap on,
4: clap off. Yeah. On the 3D printer.
1: It's a perfect young... Um, CAD engineered project to take on that on because like, they already have the original hardtail um, to go off. I'm like, we need to scale this down. It doesn't. Yeah. They don't really need to re-engineer anything in the sense of redesign it. And so that's sure. those projects I can pass on to them, and then we can 3D print it and we can check it all out, and then off it goes. Uh, yeah. So I, yes, those projects will get done, and I look forward to that. Oh, Uh, dude, that'd be so cool. And then you just lock
0: the patterns away
1: to where Mm -hmm. no one can, or destroy the patterns so they're not replicated.
4: (laughs) Autoclave them into.
0: How many do do I have to make? So you're
1: saying like a limited run of like 50? Okay,
0: I have one of the original 13 little giant salesman simple power hammers. I've been offered 25 grand for that.
3: Whoa.
2: That's a little one you run once in a while on Instagram, that little one?
3: Oh, Yeah. yeah so jason yeah, like when I you get the a, factory i was yes. gonna say when you
2: get the factory up and going you got to start making like little tiny hit miss engines that actually work you know like oh, cool fun cast iron things that like this community and other communities like you find these beautiful samples that, that shows you know like simple stuff like can that you, no Great. i
0: disagree with that can
2: you he, print he
4: in wax like can you do lost wax printing sure. uh,
1: i oh, can't okay. but I'm, um
0: i'm looking forward to doing that yes yeah that's that's of interest you know well, what's going? J- like Jason's so smart, he could do it all. He just doesn't have the time.
1: That's well. I, the, speaking of time, I don't know if you guys. I've been really dragging my rear and gear on my office space, my Star Wars inspired office space. That's been kind of <laughs> like holding me up. Well, it's because you're building it. Let, let that's someone else the build problem. It. Well, yeah. the, the guys that work with me, I'm, I'm trying to give them a space to inspire them to come to work. Sure, and they like all this tech tech stuff, and. Right. I started off like, okay, let's just build your office. Let's just put two walls up, hang some drywall, paint the walls white, and move them in. Yeah. And I, but then I go, you know what? I got to live with this office yeah, uh, you for might the rest of my cool. life. I, this is going to look ugly. Like I don't want white white walls. Yeah. So uh, the building a Star Wars office space has been um, taking up a lot of my time, spare time. So I don't have a lot of time to go and sit in CAD and draw the little the little mini hardtail vice up, but eventually yeah. there will be a time to do that. Yeah, and it'll be amazing, and
0: I hope to get the first one because
1: if I don't, I'm gonna I'd be really pissed. So okay, once well, uh, if I did if that this, matters so, if that matters. So you so you <laughs> want the cut vice, the extra vice that I cut in half? Yes. What's it worth to you? I, I don't really care about the dollar
0: monetary value. I just One want these things. Singular Kinder Surprise. <laughs> no, the, the <laughs> thing is, is I love what you're doing on a big scale. I'm a bi- I I fanboy. I'm a fanboy of you. Oh, we are very oh, <laughs> in a non-sexual way. Of, like of the hard on for the hard tail. <laughs> no, listen. Your name gets thrown around around my shop a lot. Like you know, <laughs> like B. Jason, you, you know, I'm son. Just kidding, like how can we kill fired. him? No. No, seriously, I love what you're doing. So, like, I see these things and, like, dude, I would love to have the salesman sample of that. Or I would love to have a cutaway. Like cutaways, cutaways are cool, regardless yeah. of what they are. Yeah. So, if you had the cutaway of the Fireball tool, who wouldn't want that? Or build totally. a patent model. Just call it a patent model. Patent Since model, Since they still yeah. do that. Patent call models that. That don't exist anymore. But or know, Jason, would you,
2: would you offer the patterns on Thingiverse for the hardtail vice? for anybody to print and make themselves?
0: Okay, before you answer that, can you just tell me what Thingiverse is? <laughs> <laughs> you can actually get me on
2: Thingiverse right now. You could print a little. It's a, it's a search of
4: engine for 3D
0: printing documents. Models. Uh, oh, Jimmy, by the way, that that 3D printing of life-size deal of you is incredible. I, like, that is I am incredible. I'm so fascinated by that.
2: It's, it's bananas. It's crazy. You, I, you I, had no idea that was it. going on? I kind of had yeah. Well, I, I stood in for this 3D scan. I knew David was doing it. Okay,
4: oh. but does it have a
2: dick? It does under all that plastic. What <laughs> does it really? What? What's no, no. inside one of the cubes? Like, there's like other people. You of didn't look.
4: Some of those did things. you stand naked for this?
2: No, so he scanned me and Mother's Negative. Day and cut it into fifty-five cubes or fifty-three cubes, right. and then and get and naked. distributed the cubes around the world to guys who printed them. So I've been getting I mean, messages. It's unbelievable! From guys. It's unbelievable. so cool. A lot of yeah, people think it's just like a a big thing with a, with a paint on it. I'm like, no, no. Each one of those cubes is its own complete part. All the way that's through what makes through. it amazing. Yeah, that, right. I
0: love that. Yeah,
2: he's is did there a great ice job.
4: pick storage in the butthole?
2: Yes. <laughs> oh,
4: <okay. laughs> the funny
2: that's thing good. is, like. I, everyone thinks it's shorter than me and then i stand near it and they're like oh wow like there's something about the 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 non natural aspect yeah. of it that people think it's smaller than me so when i get near it they're like oh wow it's exactly the same size as you
4: yeah and, and you're what 53
2: five, 510 like five, 11 I, don't, I got shorter my spine compressed five, as i got older i'm 82 so the older i get the jason, shorter i jason have I you ever
0: made a fractal vice But wait, he we didn't answer the question that Jimmy asked me.
1: I'll I'll, I'll answer both of them. Uh, So, Jimmy, I think that there is something that is unique about having uh, people making their own of something. So, I think there is something the first. Colleges or high schools to be able to get them inspired to get making again. So, yeah. I like, um, I'm having some combination squares made. I would love to provide just the casting so that a high school student or somebody on Thingiverse can buy just the casting oh. and machine something. Oh,
2: yeah. And that's have a cool. useful.
1: Have a useful, so I do think there's a market there for just providing raw castings and letting people make their own stuff. I just oh, cool. I don't know what. what so raw when I say Thingiverse, like
2: you, you, they would take the 3D model and then print their own, really more just as a as a souvenir, not, not necessarily okay. To be used oh, for okay.
1: Oh, absolutely. I think they could print
2: it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the hard to all mice. The aspects oh, of sure. it, yeah, and just you know make one like the size of this, for instance. You know, the size of like it'd a it'd be GoPro. cool to
4: actually see how strong. Like a 3D printed plastic version, it might not be that bad at all. I have so,
2: one. Thingiverse oh, is well, a well, place you where go. you can buy
4: uh, <laughs> well, people's ideas. Printing? No, they're free. They're
0: free. Oh, they're free. So you just go on uh, there and you pick something and then you input that. Yeah, like if yeah, uh, uh, you want to print
1: a know, skull, a, it's a like a com- Mario download. Print a Mario. I'd yeah. 3D printing. Is I would be cool, up for fun. that. I think that would be cool. Yeah, um, yeah go for it. Uh, yeah. And then to answer, yes, a fractal vice would be really, really cool. So I think w- uh, another interesting topic. By making the hardtail vise, I have six jaw options available for it right now. Really? Um, so I don't know if you guys, you guys like know that the my the jaws are actually fairly narrow for the body of my vise. Like mm-hmm. a six and a half inch jaws are considered. Oh, a puny right an eight inch jaw is better but i've made i knew this going into it that i was going to make jaws that um are think could slide so you loosen the two screws up a little bit and you can push the jaws to one side or the other and give you like three or four inches of offset off the side of the right, jaw
3: really? yeah, uh, yeah.
1: So then what that does is like when you know you need it, you can push it over, clamp your tube or part. And you know yeah. that if somebody were to over clamp that, it's just going to bend the the jaw itself yes. and not the break the vice. And then when yeah. you're done with it, you slide it over into the center. And now that's like it's safe. It's, it's, in, right. it, it's in its safe position. Yeah,
4: Dude, I, uh, I But making fractal
1: that. jaws for the hardtail vice would be yes. a perfect opportunity for that. Yes.
4: Yeah, you can go here. Just take take this, yep,
1: and and just
4: bolt it on like shabam, and you're done. Yep, I actually have the. Uh, I think he's in Taiwan too. The guy's finally making these.
3: Wow, cool! Oh, he is. And
4: the, and they're they they're for sale. They're twenty seven hundred dollars uh, vice American.
3: Same, and same,
2: same design as the curved fractal. No, vision?
4: no. He, uh, uh, like the, the jaws themselves are the same design, but the, the fixturing of the oh, jaws okay. within the vice are, um, are different.
3: Uh, Where are the he, jaws? I guess, he from?
4: beat the, he beat the engraving guy to it. Uh, there's like a guy that.
2: He's been selling that one using since he came out.
4: Yeah, exactly. And that there hasn't been really any update on that one, but, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. I almost want to buy one just to like have it, but I guess I already have. <laughs>
2: it's
4: it's intense machining. That's for that sure. Well,
2: before we wind up, I want to ask you, um, have you considered making the Delta 14-inch bandsaw in a modern universe?
1: Yes, I I That's would love classic. to make that. Well, no, like, he, like he, when he we considered the it and he
2: concluded that it would be the largest
1: waste of his time. <laughs> <laughs> please jimmy never speak again of this well i think that it should be made i think it's yeah. I, I love i want to bring back old tools that had great design why did oh, i ever yeah, go away to begin with
2: yeah uh, well, we like, live in a time uh, grizzly, with social media yeah the grizzly and those guys they they basically have have designed their bands so after the the Delta 14 inch bandsaw. But it would be great to see it come back with the Art Deco base, basically just mm-hmm. done the same, but like a modern flare, like, you know, bearings in the right place. and Yeah, does everything have on. to
4: look like a transformer? No, right. no. no, it everything. doesn't.
2: Stamp steel, you know, you can go. F-
4: yeah, give me f- that f- aluminum f- casting <laughs> shell around my drill for maximum shock potential, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't ground it, <laughs> don't ground that ever. <laughs> okay, this is the kind of I want to know that I could die at any moment as my impact is just
0: screwing up deck boards. Jimmy's got his yes. ice pick in his mouth. I mean, uh, just, it's like, yeah. not good.
4: Yes, it would. I, I do think like style is also missing very heavily from modern tools. Totally. Like it, like it across the board, pretty much. Totally. It, everything has just been like a race to the bottom, essentially. So everything <laughs> yeah. kind of sucks in that sense. And you end up paying. More if you want something that has a little more style, just for style purpose. But it's it's not really that exciting. Yeah, you know, isn't that funny that a, there's style?
2: A, uh, th- th- there's a premium for style versus just it's there. Just put a little bit of extra effort in the yeah. start, I and mean, then it's always going to be there.
4: Yeah, uh, it's just hey. uh, it's just the way it is. You know, it's like uh, I don't know, buying one million pairs of shoes. I guess I, I want seventeen thousand different screwdrivers.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, you guys are. I love style. I'm the same way you guys oh, yeah. are. If I have to design a tool, it has to look, has to look new, has to look old, and has to look like it works. Like those are <laughs> like. <laughs> um, so I, I when I look at the hardtail again, uh, I don't know if you guys could. Andrew can try to pick out. I bet you he's so good. He he could look at the style of the hardtail and pick out which vices were molded together to make that look. <laughs> I think he can do it. So there's th- good, yeah. two, three, three style cues from old vices that I put into the hardtail. Can you pick them out, Andrew? Like the, uh, from the profile? Go right now. It's the, the Harbor meatball. Freight. The it's, Harbor
4: Freight seventeen
0: oh nine. No, the the main <laughs> frame is a starett. Correct. Ooh. The 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 spindle meatballs is really a reed. More like a Prentice. Ooh, yes. Correct. A reed. Shut your mouth, son. You don't know what you're talking about. A reprentice, as it's no, called. A reprentice. Yeah. A reprentice. And uh, the hard. I mean, the, I don't. I, the hardtail, I don't know, but like uh, maybe the swivel the lock. Is, I know that the swivel bass is definitely off of the where, uh, starrett version. Also, I'm just going to tell I'm just going to tell Jeff inside. right
4: now to put the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire music, uh, <laughs> intense music right here
0: over this yeah. as he's doing. Okay, go, go, Andrew. And go the go thrust washer on. inside is a starrett design too. Sort is of. It, is it? I don't know what the third one, like the main third one. So,
1: was. the. Um, I did pretty you know, good. The, that's very good. So, it's a, very similar to the stare at body. Um, the front edge of that body is inspired from the uh, record. Uh, so, yeah. it has like that ribbing that goes down the front edge under the jaw. There's like okay. that thick rib. That's from a record. Um, or a record. Swivel, Is it or, a record or a record? Either way, it's fine. Uh, the swivel base is kind of inspired from the stare at and read the way the swivel base um, feet and the way it's designs from. And like you said, the, the, the meatball is from apprentice, the, but it's just kind of a mix match of style. Like I've take all the key features of all these old, old vices yeah. and how do you just mish mash them into one and how do you still make it look? So that's difficult. If you make it look too original, people will poo poo it. Like, oh, I don't right. like that. That's too right. far out of my realm. Right, but it needs to look different enough to want it. the um,
0: The meatball on yours, is, is the printed style, is awesome. I love that. And then
2: you also did it with the with the swivel locks too.
1: I did. Yeah, that's that extra yeah. flair you're talking about. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you look at the other modern vices, they just use a round turned cylinder. Oh, don't oh, get me yeah. started on modern vices.
4: The bendy, the bendy five thousand. Yeah, <laughs> the, bendy, the bendy five thousand. <laughs> Especially well, yeah, when adding the little meatballs, place,
1: like an idiot. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Jimmy style is very important to me. I want people to have like pride when like you walk into somebody's machine shop and go, "What vice is that? I've never seen that yeah. before. How old is it? Yeah. You know, oh, it's a Bugatti. Yeah. <laughs> well, and red too is so nice.
2: How many Jason, are you going to make? A should,
0: I, should I give to Andrew? You should give them all to
1: me. I mean, like really, I only I have. Only a I few only have real three. I was
2: going to say, uh, Jason, are you going to make the uh, Pittsburgh? Are you going to make like the six hundred pound Pittsburgh vice?
1: I would. I want to make that on on a YouTube camera. Like literally, just start <laughs> carving out metal and just start making <laughs> yeah. it. I mean, yeah. it's that's a really heavily machined vice. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <You> <laughs> mean, anybody, has has anybody great. seen one in person, either a big one or a small one?
0: Yeah, I've seen them.
2: But does, there's a six hundred pound. Is no not, no no exists? one's seen
0: the big one in person no zero no. people have seen that one but like there's small ones i don't know it's like the thousand pound little giant power hammer you see the literature but no one's ever seen one hmm. yeah that's so there's no
2: old picture there's no like
0: black and white there's, a- there's one advertisement oh well and i have the
1: i have the pittsburgh vice catalog and it's in there no way Do the viewers know what the Pittsburgh vice is? I think you need to give them a little- uh, It's the holy grail,
0: 695-pound, 360-degree rotation, swivel jaw. I mean, the thing is just orgasmic on every level. It's like the most complicated vice as far as manufacturing goes, and no one has ever found this the big 695-pound one.
2: But there's a small one. How big is the small one?
0: There's a couple of salesman samples out there, yeah, and a 6-inch and a 5-inch.
2: Whoa.
1: And yeah. if someone were to have the 600 pounder, what would it be worth? I
0: would, I, if, Nobody there knows? would be
1: a legitimate, you know, bidding war. Yeah.
0: I think I would probably pay 30 for it myself, Jeez. but I know that there's people that will pay more, 50, 60, you know, some of these older guys that have more money than cents. <laughs> Sheesh. That's, you know. that's but I would, I would pay 30,000. If somebody presented it to me today, I would give them 30 grand.
2: And then wow. can you guys, you guys see had, uh, Who had – who had uh, – Tex-Mex had the uh, Bugatti he posted today. Is that his name? I got his name wrong. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that his name? Do I have his name right? His name is Jesus. But he, he's got the Bugatti. That's a, that's a legit Bugatti vice, isn't it?
0: it? No, there's a lot of controversy about that. that. That vice is made off of the original pattern of the Bugatti vice, but it's not an original vice. Okay. And how do you know, though? Because there was only like 20 or something original Bugatti Vices made, which is why they were bringing $20,000 Now, were yeah, they made a, to, are they in the
2: Bugatti factory? Tell, give us a, a little form. Like, why were they made? Were they just made to be in the car factory?
0: Yeah. I mean, the stories that I've heard are very interesting. Like, the, there was a person that was hired to listen in the Bugatti factory. If any tool was dropped, he would walk over and fire you. And then at the end oh. of the day, his job was to go around and inspect every vice. If there was any mark on the jaws or anything, you would get fired. Yeah, don't use the vice.
3: Was, just was very specific
0: on how things were done, you know. Yeah, sounds like uh, a great work environment. Well, I mean. <laughs> you know, we're, if you're
2: saying- what era, what era was the Bugatti Vice made?
0: I, I have no idea. 40s. There's just There's so much mixed information about it out there.
2: Because, like, it looks even like, the, even the looks repop like a, a Wilton, basically. Yeah, and they're cool vices.
0: Even the repop yeah. is Jimmy, almost $10,000. How dare you? How
4: dare
1: you? <laughs> Just offended Bugatti. So, so, if there was a vice, if, 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 and I'm sure you get this question asked all the time, Andrew. If there's a vice to buy right now and somebody's looking to outfit their machine shop or welding, so what vice do you buy? Like, I ran you, was like, what vice do you buy? Yeah, like mine. I always tell people buy yours. Yeah, but if you're buying a new one, go buy yours. So the argument I hear a lot of time is, "Why would I buy yours? I'll just go buy an old one." Great. Then you Find wanted it. an old vice.
0: There's plenty of old vices out there that are great. Go get any of the uh, of the good Stairt. Stairt did That's, have some that were branded just that were tell, them, tell Just tell them to bring a lot of napkins for all that slop yeah that's yeah. right beyond <laughs> any but any of the the guys that were you know manufacturing legitimate industrial vices, you can get your hands on one of those. It's great. really you got to be I an educated say, buyer, know what you're buying and why you're buying it and go from go from there. you know. I just say whichever has the nicest color
4: on Aliexpress. Alibaba. <laughs> yeah. probably that's probably what you're going to want to go for really Jason, under 50 bucks yeah i should have
2: asked this earlier but how do you handle backlash on your vice is uh, is there like a, a dynamic uh, spring loaded ball bearing such and such like yep. how do you handle um, backlash cuz that's what big
1: vice has no backlash that's um, nice. because it has on each side of the dynamic jaw it's got a, a ball bearing or thrust bearing and then uh-huh. a spring that pushes the up against the screw, so nice. it's literally you. Tr- you move Indeed. the handle. I could put a dial indicator on, on the <laughs> dynamic jaw and move the handle, and it will move immediately.
2: Because my my eight inch read, I gotta like literally turn it almost one full loop every couple of months to get it to
0: oh open. God. Which is yeah, the but most you can you can fix that, Jimmy. You can oh, fix I know. That. What
2: I'm saying, the point I'm making is, is I have to adjust it every few months. It's so What I find
0: interesting about Jason's vice is it the threading goes all the way. To the spindle all the way to the nut, where most vices they'll have like a like a a, a shaft collar or something. Like the forward portion of that of that threading
1: so dies is, that's you know, been changed. So that well, was an, that, that was that was one of the early um, that was one of the early vices that took a picture of the early vices. We just had cheaper to have a <laughs> and then we, uh, then it gets, oh gosh, what do you call it when you, you heat, you add two parts together, spin, melt them? Oh gosh, what do they call that? What weld? they? Friction welder? Friction, friction, weld? friction welded. yeah. The meatball and the screw are friction welded together. Oh, no doubt. Oh, right. Wow. So not here's where we're going back again. How expensive is a vice to make? Yeah. <laughs> obviously, like, yours is very not expensive. Even,
4: that's insane. Okay. okay. Like, it's I think a, but, it's a
0: charity case. Like, your company is just break even. It seems, <laughs> just, it feels
1: that way. It's <laughs> a it's a non profit vice, but company. but it's you look at the meatball. The meatball is like three inches in diameter, and then the shaft is yeah. an inch and a quarter. Who would yeah. start with an inch and a, a three inch round bar and machine yeah, that whole waste. shaft down? No, right, no you, you have to friction weld that meatball to the me. That's uh, that's so, what
4: I do making screwdrivers. I throw yeah. away fifty percent immediately.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, the, uh, the new the new screw um for strength andrew does have that shank portion yeah on it so it's actually stronger not having it threaded all the way to the meatball right. so the friction welding oh. how much pressure does it take to break that i have no idea oh uh, it, you haven't been able to break it i, I well I, the, I tested it on the on the um what well, you just saw me i put a 20 foot cheater bar on it and I I yeah, can cannot, the shearing force of the steel itself essentially. It's impossible to break. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's I a think little, people it's, just need to
0: know that your stuff is going to be amazing. Period.
1: Well, I mean,
4: yes. Can you weld can you weld the jaws together and then start unscrewing the vice? <laughs> break uh you can, but what happen is it'll just start uh the spring will start Ripping to compress. The- Or will it just rip the screws out how the jaws are attached
1: or whatever?
0: Uh, It would. This is his new fail test. He's going (laughs) to try it later.
1: Just watch. Do it. Uh, it. What will happen is the collar that holds the spring and everything. The screw will just start coming out. Or will it? We should probably make a whole new video. (laughs) should try it. Come on. So Jason, what but, can we
2: expect to see the the full test video? Is that is that something you're going to hold back till you're ready to market fully? or
1: uh, No, it's, the guys are working on it right now. I have Fabtech and SEMA coming up in two weeks. Um, right. So unfortunately, we, the whole team, we're going down there to do that. So that's on the back burner. How many um, people you got working for you now? Uh, I got like 10. Yeah, that's cool. Um <laughs> I got a lot of young men who are ambitious. They love the, the computer stuff. Um, sure. Uh, it's just, I, I'm a one-man team when it comes to the designing and prototyping. When's the last time you threw like a major fit in your shop? <laughs> a major fit
3: yeah.
1: oh i, I can tell i can tell you exactly. i have a mezzanine like a 12 foot mezzanine yeah, and yeah. i had a monitor that i was trying to hook up to the computer and for some reason the cord that went to the monitor was missing i mean it was like a th- and i just literally just chucked it right off the edge of the
3: <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was like without anybody even noticing i just threw it over a big old crash and everyone's like what well, did it. you just throw a 300 monitor over way i'm like well yeah wh- why do we have a monitor with no cord Basically worthless. Yeah, <laughs> I was like a temper I tantrum I remember not
0: too long ago you were saying that one of the young guys working for you said he wanted a whole wall of monitors. Did you ob- oblige that? Uh,
1: it is now. Yes, in the office there'll be a wall uh, TVs on all one side and in the roof in the ceiling. Nice. So the ceiling will be um, like an ambient window, which means it's supposed to be like you're in a spaceship. Sure. Right. So they'll be able to put like the space nebula up there and the stars going by, or they can program whatever they want in the ceiling if they wanted it to be blue sky and daylight they could put that in there so they don't get um uh, in the winter so i uh, i look at it as a design challenge they see it as this is the coolest office ever and yeah that's what you, you want them to want to wanna come to work like you want to have,
0: have all the snacks
1: and all the shit that they whatever candy whatever makes they them happy, have, have it, it. They have um, at any point in time. They have all the monsters they can drink. They have uh, all the Arizona teas they can drink. They have a refrigerator full of Lacroix or whatever fancy water. Sounds is sounds the them? most?
3: It's like the most American
1: broken?
2: sentence I've ever heard. Uh, is the is the Amer- is the monitor still on the crash in the middle of the flow of tape around it just to remind everybody? Don't I, I should have left
1: uh, stayed there for <laughs> a, a, a day or two. <laughs> I kind of felt bad afterwards, but at the same time, like you know what? What's the point of this? Like, just get it out of here. Well, the, the shitty thing about that is is you you ultimately
0: have to clean it up? Right? I did, yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you make someone else clean that up, then you're
1: a piece of shit. That's true. <laughs> you're, you're
0: garbage. <laughs> yeah,
1: but generally, yeah, I'm no, pretty no. level-headed. Some small things kind of piss me off. I, I can it. see a fire that that. I mean, fireball tools. You got
0: to know that the owner of fireball tools can lose his
1: shit if he needs to. He's a fireball. So it's the simple things for me. It's like showing up to work on time and just showing up to work. Those uh, from being a millwright and a iron worker. If you're not there to help, you're part of a team, which means is I can't, I need the crane operator to show up to work so I could do my job. I need and so, and I look at our whole collective here at Fireball, we're all, we're, uh, I, if I'm a quarterback and I'm going to throw you the football, I need somebody to be there to catch it. Totally. So that just yeah. means just show up to work, please. And yeah. so I have these kind of this, these high standards and these really simple tasks.
2: I thought he was going to say, show up to work, please, Billy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> be, you know to be on time work. is to be 15 minutes early, right? Correct. On time is technically late. For me? Exactly. I live 100%. in that world too, man. I can't 100%. stand it when people show up right at the...
0: Unless you go to a doctor's office because every doctor is going to make you wait for half an but
2: hour. But I get everywhere, 10 minutes early to get a parking spot and then to like walk in the door at exactly the time. It's yeah, just yeah. it's it's a, it's an OCD of mine.
4: I show up one minute late to be passive aggressive. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but that's your deal, dude, though. Yes, totally. everywhere. Yeah. Come at two. You mean 201, you son of a bitch? Yeah.
0: yeah. Tell How about the people do? that want to quit? Like... Like, if if your if your hard stop is at five o'clock, they get to like four thirty, and they did they
1: just give up? (laughs) Well, so we we silent quit. We I've switched. um, We uh, we work four tens, so the guy we work uh, seven to five, um, pay for their lunch. Uh, and they're then smart. they have three days off. And what I've asked the guys to do is like, hey, please schedule your doctor's appointments, your car repairs, whatever you're going on Friday. That's great. Um, and they yeah, get and if Friday, you get the right Saturday people and, so. and they see your passion, they're going to follow the lead, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You
0: and they need that. to know on the three days that they're off, you're still
1: working. It's That's what happens is I don't really get a day off typically. Uh, it gives yeah. me a day to kind of have the shop to myself. To play. Um, to play or uh, prototype or mess around no, um, dude the other day when you were doing
0: burnouts in your car i was like yeah. thank god like he's doing something that's not because it, i think that's so good for your head for uh, sure. so good for your mind to go just bl- literally just go blow the
1: rubber yeah. off of
0: these tires it's great for the tires
1: totally. dude a lot <laughs> of people don't know that side of my life but um i actually got into metal or uh, metal working was um appealing to me to work on cars so cars to me are my actually passion and it's sure. something a lot of people don't see. I, I've, I have owned probably over a hundred cars in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. I used to buy, fix and repair them uh, and I'd like trade up, which means I'd buy a car for cheap, fix it yeah. and then buy a more expensive car. And yeah. I still have my car from high school. What, what is I've, the most badass car you have right now? The 2003 Honda Element LX. <laughs> Don't talk about your car, Eric. I, you. I do have some Hondas, which I, I I'm uh, I'm passionate about in some ways because they were what I could afford when I was young, and I could make them, soup them up, and go fast. And uh, but now I'm getting into the older classics. So I'm right now, where I'm working on a 71 Chevelle SS, <laughs> um, nice. restoring that. And my spare time, um, I'm getting into the. Um, muscle cars which so uh, fun did you get a it's 69, a 69 charger yet, yet? Yeah. 60 i would love to have a 69 charger uh, i want to i want to re, um restore something for my SEMA booth uh for nice. the trade shows so is um, that like
0: a, an attractant
1: yeah, yeah. Because you go to SEMA, a lot of guys are just there to see the cars. So sure. if I can get them to come by the booth and just take a picture of the car, and they go, "Oh, what's this? A square? Oh, what's this? Yeah. This is a cool table." Yeah, they're, they're I saw for a really cool
0: car yesterday. It was Suzuki Samurai with two blowers and like so souped up. Mm-hmm. You could totally get some attraction with that. I love it. Oh. I like the samurais; they're cool. Oh
4: my god! Don't even get me started on like I want. I want a like 1993 Geo Tracker with like the Dixie <laughs> Cup finish on the side. <laughs> oh, I need no. that! I need that so badly. You have no idea. No That's idea. Hilarious. You go. Yeah, but do you have that? Do you have that 426 Hemi Cuda Triple
1: Black? Oh man, I would love to have that. I'm. I, I have. When it comes to cars, I have no favorites, which means that I like Mopar, Chevy, Ford, Honda, Nissan, Toyota. I like them all. If it's cool, it has a motor, makes the right noises, and goes fast, I love it. You can yeah. For me, Honda, Nissan, and Toyota all suck. <laughs> I want
0: nothing to do with them. How so if you? I come over, please don't give me a ride in one. I'm hitting Tesla? My Tesla?
2: Nobody said Tesla. Uh,
0: I'm not an I think electric car in 50 car years, 100 yet. years, Tesla but will be a
2: cool car. I mean, it'll be a classic, you know. Hope.
4: That what was the first year of Tesla? Like two thousand seven or something? I don't even know. It's uh, in the vintage somewhere kind of in there. Yeah. 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 You got some time.
1: Yeah. Uh, as far as cars go, I think my wife and I took count. I think we have like fifteen cars at this oh, point no. in time. That all, my at goodness. any point in time, we can r- drive them and, and go somewhere. So and That's how do you fun, like,
4: just you just insure all of them?
1: Uh, unfortunately, yes. Plate?
4: I just switch plates. So. <laughs> no, they're
1: they're all under like a blanket insurance, and it's something oh, my wife a, and I are into. It's like it, it's our thing. It's yeah. Oh,
4: that's your fetish.
1: Is it's like it's
0: golf. But his oh man,
1: I, I don't even want to look at our insurance bill. I know she, she takes care of that, and I just <laughs> uh, we two take them yeah. off during the winter because we get winters up here. So we're basically only insuring them for like six months out of the year. So
0: yeah, I did just get Change. a car that's almost double. The the monthly cost of my daily driver. Wow. Oh, God.
4: Is that With like your insurance, foreplay? You Is that your foreplay yeah. in a relationship? You come mm-hmm. home and you're like, I just got a big package for you. Mm-hmm. An insurance package.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my insurance <laughs> people think I'm crazy because cars. I have all my tools
1: and stuff insured and they just don't get it. All my ammo mm-hmm. collection, yeah. they're like, they don't understand. But what would happen to this? So you have it insured against what? Theft? Theft, yeah, theft. Yeah. Oh man, I couldn't imagine the. How would they like roll up to your shop and like steal <laughs> them though? No. It doesn't matter. The fact that they could be is, you know,
4: the insurance company will never pay you. They'll be like, "This is a garbage cast iron."
0: No, they <laughs> came over and inventoried all my stuff. Yeah, oh, but wow. The,
4: they're like, okay, cool, great, thanks, thanks for the inventory list. But how do they insure something I that's irreplaceable?
0: You. Yeah, it's replaceable. You just go with the you know current market value. Yeah.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah. One, and then the they top take
0: top. Uh, 98% of that off. And Yeah, get but the problem market. with
4: that, and I have the same kind of question, it's like some of this shit is so rare and unique. Like what even is the market value? Well, you there's just have one. to make
0: an argument for what it is. Yeah, like there's one of these, you know. Did yeah. you tell them what it was worth? How did they come up with the value? Yeah, I had my own inventory and gave it to them and it shocked them. And then they came over and researched it. People, and, yeah, The adjuster's like, I hate you.
3: Yeah, well, so I had oil. I
2: had insurance on the house. It was like ten. It was getting to be like ten thousand a year. It was just incre- I, I've adjusted that now, but when I d- dug into it, I'm like, why is my homeowner's insurance so expensive? They said because if your house, God forbid, should be gone, we will replace it exactly as it is. The guy came and photographed the whole thing. I, I'm now on a different insurance company, but he says you have plaster walls because the house is two hundred something years old. We will make it exactly the same. I was like can we just like reduce my premium and I'll, I'll say okay to Sheetrock? He's yeah. like, no, that's not how we do things. And so I switched companies and now my, my wow. insurance bill is like, half okay. as much. We'll
4: you know. make it just as shitty as it was. <laughs>
2: I I'm like, I, <laughs> just I don't need plaster walls. Get I mean, the I asbestos don't.
4: back in that ceiling. <laughs> it's like a
2: horsehair plaster with like split... Yeah. Lath, I'm like, I don't need that. I was like, I'll just go with, I'll go, how There's- about we just do five sheet sheetrock? And he goes, no, no, no. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm like, you guys are just bilking me. And I ended up moving. Sir, sure, like how
4: many part. rats
1: are in the walls? Let me just write can, that yeah, exactly. replacement placement value. Can, can you even find somebody to put lath and plaster back up again, though? Like, is there? I, I don't know. Skill That's what I said to the guy. It?
2: I'm like, who does it? You have an old Italian guy in,
1: in yeah, preserve. Go to Europe.
4: Go to Europe. Yeah. Sheesh. Giuseppe's got them. Just let just be plasteria, yeah. yeah. Just a plasteria business is a common.
0: All right, boys, let's wrap this up. Jason, time good time. Thank you so much, dude. We thanks, really enjoy What you got going on, and and uh, all the stuff you're making. And I can't wait thanks. till my
2: number comes up.
1: Love it. I look forward to getting you guys your vices. You can't thanks wait for till your what
2: comes up, Jimmy? My vice number. My my list number. It, it. Let's. Let me
0: just say something. Let me make something perfectly clear. All right. If Jimmy and Eric get their vice
2: before I do, then we're not friends anymore. <laughs> I, right? didn't,
4: I didn't even I don't even order a vice. I'm not
1: worthy of this. Vice. I You're think I think
2: I, think I have a low number because I jumped in like the week one you, or maybe I,
1: you guys I look at your guys' list, you guys are right there for the next batch. I just don't know. So I'll have I'll have um <laughs> it depends. I, I would like to get you guys the USA made vices.
3: Yeah, Uh, just because I have
1: I have more of a hands on approach, but we're we're still probably three or four months away from those being readily available. I could wait. Um, You can wait. Yeah, he has enough vices. Everybody does. And and if I
0: say just go in order, like except for, if Jimmy's in front of me, put me in front of Jimmy.
3: <laughs> and,
1: but not to discredit the Taiwan vice because it is a f- fantastic piece of equipment. Hands down. I would, I will encourage everybody to buy the Taiwan vice. Cause you go buy two of them over the USA. Um, the, and you're not getting anything, you're not getting any less quality. I'm just going to put that out there because that's another big question. Just yeah. send me one of each, and I'll do. I'll do a, a little. Uh, <laughs> do a test no, I I, pink, I would love to see somebody a else do a, uh, a another proper destruction test on them. And yeah, yeah, but
0: who's going to put that much effort into? Oh, it? Oh no,
1: no, send it to me, and I'll accidentally torch weld all
4: over
0: it like my <laughs> I mean, the only are, thing that I could I'm offer needed. is like, all right, let's just take a D10 and just run it over until it smashes.
4: Yeah, but like, what's the point? I don't know, just to see. For the views, yes, but like otherwise, like, okay. I need to send it to Whistling Diesel.
1: You yeah, exactly. You. Oh, definitely. <laughs> you got to. Has anybody got his number? Oh, send you it got to. Yeah, you got it.
0: 800 Diesel. <laughs> it would be funny if he got into testing tools.
2: I oh, mean, he I did that test anvil. That anvil? Yeah, he's got to test your vice. That would be great.
4: That's the the testing point. of the anvil was just how hard is a
0: piece of steel? Really. Honestly. Well, it was it, just him just fucking around. I mean it was but yeah. if, if it was if, fun though.
2: If Whistling Diesel got adrift of of Jason and Andrew, you guys, he I think he would become fast friends with you guys.
4: Yeah. All right. yeah is he, he in, like a cool, dude? Is he in Texas? I feel like he's in Texas. Tennessee, I, I, think I think. He's in somewhere else, yeah. Yeah, it's gotta be somewhere. Somewhere where you have to have a jacked up
0: truck. I'm assuming. He's, or lowered gets, or whatever. I mean, he, I think he's indifferent. Like, he just, oh, just I love destroys them
2: I love how many times he breaks through, he drives through his garage door. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah,
0: dude. <laughs> yeah, anytime you see, like, a garage that's in the picture that's good, he's coming through it in a car, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. He's the fucking best.
4: Yeah, I wish, I love I wish that was just a standard practice that I could afford also.
0: I love the people that hate him. Like, how do you hate that? Like, he's having so much fun, dude.
2: Mm-hmm. It's the best. Did you yeah, see him go exciting. to Europe the other day with the tank? He bought a tank? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. cool. He's going to Ukraine? No, he bought a <laughs> tank from like a tank collector in England. Oh. He, and his first, he, his first outing on his uh, sitting in the seat, he pulled the
1: tread off driving over a tree. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. It's fun though, dude. It's fun. I, I give right. it to him. He's uh, he's having a good time, and he's giving people good content that they can't see anywhere else. And I Absolutely. think that's what's important yeah, about that's true. YouTube is yeah. show people that something they've never seen before. Yep. And if, yeah, know, that's a good. mantra. Always.
2: Yep. That's why. That's why I'm making ceramic tiles this week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jimmy's taking it a whole new, no, another level yeah, here. Ceramic
2: gosh. tiles. Like no one's ever made that before. Yeah. All right. to build
1: okay. a wooden house. It's been fun right. jason thank you brother okay. thanks guys see you guys don't, don't, uh, we'll, we'll don't hang, hang up yet don't
2: just, hang up yet i'll hit start all right love you guys Bye.